It's on me. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Are you excited? I'm so excited. That's a wrap, folks. Mm, yeah, Everybody, we're, we're excited. <laughs> hey, Dawn. Good. Really good. Uh, welcome to the Church Pod, all uh, listeners out there. Thanks, JB. JB just ran off a footy field, changed his shirt. Still <laughs> fucking stinks. Thanks, mate. D, you joined us uh, from, well, I only met you like, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago or a week yeah, ago or something? a week and a half. A week and a half, yeah. if you think counting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was good. nine days ago. <laughs> 13 hours. <laughs> 13 hours and 26 minutes. Was that the same, is that the amount of time since you fell in love with me as well? Or I think so, yeah. Yeah? It's about that much time. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see We're if we can ruin though. that over the next couple of hours. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really appreciate you coming in. Um and uh, it's probably it's really exciting, I think, because uh, you know when you first get to meet somebody, you sort of start to um, talk about their lives and whatever else. And I was just like, yeah. man, we need to cut this away because I think we just need to. If you were happy to to record it, and you were like, absolutely, let's yeah. do that. And um, so keen. But you know, and I, I guess we'll start just kind of at the start and just go from there. But you know, you um, you know, I guess the the big thing is you you know you have a lot of experience and worked in, in and around the sex industry in Australia f- for a long time, yeah. and which is absolutely fascinating. Ten years now. Ten years, I really? <laughs> yeah. How I like you to feel young and then I say <laughs> ten years and I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. So we can uh, safely assume that you're, you're well into your 20s then? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Somewhere around there. <laughs> Happy days. Thanks. <laughs> cool, man. Well, um, Dee, thanks very much for coming in. I really, really yeah. do appreciate it. I'm really, really excited. So, um. Where did you grow up? Where did you come from? Um, so I was born in Hungary. Really? Overseas, yeah, Eastern Europe. To Hungarian pre- parents? like Yeah, both Hungarian presen- uh, parents. Yeah. Presidents. <laughs> well, they might have been presidents. Go them. Presidents of the local PTA yeah, in no. Hungary. And then um, we moved to Thailand first because we had, um, we had a few issues within the family. So my grandmother actually married an African man at one point and that was very frowned on over there at that stage. This so is like 70s, 80s, 60s? Early when? 90s. Yeah, right. Yeah. Even then? Sorry, no, just before the 90s, so late 80s. Okay. Yeah. And that's frowned upon? Yeah. They still had um, racial groups over there that were like attacking them. So our In whole Hungary? family, yeah, our f- whole family oh, right. got threatened at one point and it just started getting a little bit out of hand. So we ended up moving to Thailand. Okay. And wow! Then, yeah, Thailand. <laughs> yeah, Thailand of all places. So yeah. they didn't have a thing against Asians then. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Um, it was yeah. It wasn't considered weird moving to Thailand with one black baby and two other white girls, and yeah, it was fine. Jeez. So. Okay. Yeah, and so then the we moved to Sydney. Sydney was the first place in Australia. Yeah. Right. Mm. What, what year was that? Was oh God, ninety. 95. 95. Yeah, 95. 95, I started high school. Yeah. Oh. God, that's scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sneaking right. out and getting pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Not Ooh. me. I had a, 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 a very you know, religious and, and controlling mother who I'm I loved sorry, dearly. Robust upbringing. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was, I got busted uh, smoking once when I was going to TAFE. Ooh. And like a moron, which... I've done some really moronic things in my life, but that was one of them, was having a smoke at the same TAFE that my mother taught at. <laughs> <laughs> a 
and so, <laughs> that's, that's and so I'm, there, I'm there after work, after uh, school, doing my uh, what was I doing? I was doing like a chef's, uh, you know, like a hospitality course, mm. and uh, trying to be one of the cool kids, you know, because the you know it was TAFE, so I was like maybe sixteen or something, doing this TAFE course. But a lot of other people there pretty much were all older than me, yeah. And some of them were like you know, in their thirties or forties. And so they oh, were so grown so adults and smoking, and I'm like, yeah, I'll have a durry, <laughs> you know? So I'm sitting out the front of the, the little cafeteria, like on a break, yeah. just, st- I don't even bump stuff <laughs> in this dart. Because you don't know how Right, because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I'm, gonna, I'm just, I don't want to get the head spin and fall yeah. off my bloody perch, you know? And um, next thing, next minute, there's my old girl walking across, <laughs> and I just turned the colour of bad shit, and like... <laughs> Just Run! Flick this ciggy like do like what are you what do you think you're doing? Nothing. <laughs> wow. Yeah, moron. Yeah. Anyway, where was I going with that? Yeah. Oh. So anyway, um, where was I going with Basic that? Basic background, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Anyway, it's more about you. So you went. Yeah. Ended up in Sydney. Ended up in Sydney. Grew up mainly. And you in went Sydney. to school in Sydney. Yeah. High school. Yeah. No, not high school. Just primary school. You went to primary school there? Baby schools. Did you actually go to high school? There? No. No. Somewhere else though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Sydney, whereabouts in Sydney? Um, oh, where does a Hungarian... I don't even know what that is. Kind of like Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the equivalent in Sydney <laughs> at that time. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was, was there like a lot of migrants in that area? Um, a few, especially on our street, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, right. Loved that growing up there. Yeah. It was funny though because when we moved from Sydney, the creek that we used to always walk along just down the end of our street, about two weeks after we moved out of Sydney, they um, actually closed down that whole area because of the waste they'd been tipping into it and some of the consequences from that waste. Yeah. Really? (laughs) So they blocked it all off, cordoned it off, put like little warning signs on it. Yeah. Welcome to the late 90s. But that's happened every time, though. Every time we've moved from somewhere. Like, when we lived in Ballina, we moved away, and just after we moved away, cycling. Just took out everything. Just yeah. <laughs> we've always had good luck. Okay. Yeah. You bail out just before everything goes yeah. to Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> I smell shit arising. All right, so time if, to if, get I, out. if I see I see you <laughs> leave Darwin anytime soon, I'm you like, fuck, there's run. a cyclone coming. <laughs> I'm fucking out. <laughs> No, the opposite happened for Darwin. I moved to Darwin and then all of a sudden there was an earthquake and a cyclone. And I was like, well, this is... <laughs> is this weird. in 2018? Yeah, something Yeah, like I remember that. That. Yeah. that was Cyclone Marcus. And in fact, there was a... Uh, there was a... There was a... It was about a minute and a half or two yeah. minute little earthquake. I remember waking hectic. up to it. I woke up to it because, of course, the bed's moving. Like, okay, it was, I'm we going to wake up. It was up. full on, yeah. And I hit my partner at the time in the chest. So I was like... Fucking earthquake! <laughs> He's like, okay, yeah. and rolled over and went back to bed. And I was sitting there in my pillow, like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's the weirdest feeling. And you know, I fly around in planes, and I've, you know, I've, you know, driven trucks, and just cool. been in the back of helicopters where they're flying and not been able to see where you're going, and just so those feelings of inertia but yeah. an earthquake is a totally different thing it's yeah. the weirdest weirdest sensation it's rhythmic yeah in a scary <laughs> way maybe you know yeah right like so riding on the earth twerk <laughs> the earth twerk the earth twerk it's an earth twerk <laughs> have you never heard that 
Oh, yeah, this is going to be entertaining. I'm going to learn so much tonight. I really am. Um, so how did you go in school? You went to secondary school. So you moved out of, out of there and went yeah, to Benalla, did you say? Uh, no, Ballina was before. Oh, so my main um, high school teaching was in Wulgulga. So small town, northern New South Wales coast. Okay. Cross Harbour. Yeah, yeah. That knows. Yep. Yeah. Just up that way. Mm. Beautiful beaches. Lots yeah. of surfing. What did you want to, like, did you have any idea what you wanted to do when you were a kid? Um, so originally, when I was really young, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Okay. Yeah. I loved animals. I yeah. just had this thing. With well, me. you know, I've seen you with our dog here and, oh, yeah, just that. all over it. Oh. And you showed videos of your two cats. I'm like love a heavy cats. breather when it comes to animals. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. We should drill down into that. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> next time. <laughs> okay, so you wanted to be a vet? Yeah, I wanted to be a vet. What happened there? Um, grew up Life. a little bit more and then it just turned into chefery. Yeah. Chefing. Chefing. Yeah. So I did a, a school-based apprenticeship as a chef at Aloe D Thai restaurant in Wulgorga. Okay. And um, so during my year 11, we found out that my classes had been messed up and um, they'd put me in the wrong classes to suit, to make it. Good at the end of the year that I was doing the school based apprenticeship. Right, right. And right. they were like, oh, okay, like, I know you've been through two terms of school now. We're going to make you catch up in two weeks. So they put what? me, they transferred like three of my classes to the correct ones. And then they gave me two weeks to catch up on all this work. And I just, you know, as a kid, yeah, not nah, under that's 18, not you just broke down. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to do it through the TAFE and yeah. go from there. Yeah. That was fun. Were they the high school student counsellors, I think they were? or Oh, ours was strange. Oh, really? Yeah, she was real strange. <laughs> I don't even... She was like... <sighs> I can't even put a finger on it. She was just really solidly weird. Okay. Like, you'd go into the room, right? Like, so they set it up just afterwards. So the first week back, and I'd handed in some of the assignments, but I was really struggling getting the rest in. Mm. Like, it's a lot of assignments. It's two terms worth of shit. And um, I walked into the room, I sat down, and literally about ten minutes of me sitting in this room was silence. And she was just writing, writing away on a notepad. And I'm like, okay, where's this going to go? And she's like, so how are you? Okay. I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> like, I'm doing this, this and this. And she's like, are you? Well, yeah, I've handed it in. Are you okay? Yeah, no. Like, I'm struggling to get it in, but, like, what do you need from this? Yeah. Really? Okay, well, we'll, we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> Okay. That's it? Yeah. She was real odd. That is weird. Yeah. She's very strange. Okay. Yeah. Very hippie, like very floaty, but like almost floaty to the point where she wasn't present. There yeah, was no I know. Like the I've brain was sitting in the point. corner of the room and she was sitting in the other part of the room and every now and then they'd make a connection <laughs> and then she'd say something. <laughs> like that's how it felt. She just comes to work and just puts her brain in the corner. She just gets just floats around. Yeah. Brain in a jar. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, so let's skip past that part and go straight to when I figured out I was going to be a stripper. That'll be good. Hell yeah. So 
I'm walking down, I'm going out clubbing with one of my friends and um, this dude, this bouncer from one of these places, I think it was Players on the Gold Coast, he was like, oh, you know, you guys look like you're enjoying yourselves, come in, like, come have a look. I'm like, all right, cool. Went in, had a look, I'm like, this is pretty sick. And then I had to talk to one of the girls that was working there at the time. She was telling me a bit about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I might try this out. So tried it out, had an interview thing where they just sort of talk to you and ask you, like, basic questions. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, how old are you? Are you sure you want to do this? That sort of thing. Yeah. Came in for my first night. I think I worked five hours, something like that, made $700 <sighs> and went home. And I didn't come back for nine months. <laughs> oh, shit, myself. <laughs> You should have seen my first stage. <laughs> Deer in hair, headlights, just legs shaking. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, this is weird. And you were just dancing on, like, uh, in the main sort of area? So we had like a stage, and the stage in there is two poles, and it's got a rotating platform with a giant shoe Jesus. on it. Yeah, very um, flamboyant. Okay. Yeah. And... I and remember so just, just said, sitting on the lounge and I could feel my legs shaking and I was did like, you get can I do this? Lessons on how to, what to do? No, or it was you just like a basic introduction. Like they walk you through and then they do like an induction type process. So they walk you through the lap rooms and they go, this is our eagle, which is a person that over, oversees the lap dancers. Make sure, you know, nothing illegal goes down right. while you're in there. Yep. This is a Queensland thing. Yeah. Because um, I think Queensland had the no-touching policy. Yeah, no, they have touching, but it's waist down, uh, like from the side. Yeah. Oh, sorry, waist up, sides down. Okay. Yeah. All right. So if you could put your palm on the side of her hip, wherever your fingers landed, as long as your palm was on their hips, that would be fine. Okay. Which was unlucky for the smaller women, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know... <laughs> And it was always the way big dudes with big massive hands and these like size eight chicky babes. Like yeah, them. yeah. It's just mate. Oh god. Yeah. It'd be scary. Like this is probably the thing that I know I've asked myself a thousand times and yeah. and um but you know, I've been around the place a little while now, I've met a lot of people and I've met some people that have um, you know, been done the stuff that you've you've done and you know, even just to the point of just being involved in motorcycle gangs and just being one of the, yeah. the girls that are essentially part of that that sort of area and whatever else. And what's always struck me mm. with every one of these Sheilas that I've met, every one of these girls that I've met, they are just tough. Yeah. They're t- there's just They're, this toughness oh, about them, yeah. right? There's, there's definitely a toughness to... There has to be because yeah. how else do you would you have the confidence, you I know? I think... It goes one of two ways mainly. Like you have the girls that are really tough and they're like, they just really, um, what is the word for that? I don't really no, know. It's not even tough. It's just um, like that coarse sort of surface where they're like, they've got right. that thick skin, thick yeah, skin. Yeah. They're yeah. thick skin. They've gathered it over periods of time where they're like a little bit immune to any of the... And it's BS probably that goes on. It's probably come from a lot of shit coming their yeah, way. Yeah, they can see through it straight away, yeah, and they're just yeah. really cool, really collected. They've got this ooze of confidence that's yeah. like just real and raw. I yeah, think that's what it is. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I find it fascinating, but also kind of endearing and a little bit scary. <laughs> and, um, You're cute, but scary. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. It's just yeah. you know, like you know. 
if I was ever getting a lap dance, <laughs> I, I may have had one or two um, in my time. But, you know, I the whole thing, t- man, I just sit on my hands. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I don't care Smart what the rules man. say. Unless you say to me, take your hands out, put them on my breasts. I'll go, yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that guy, yeah. right? I'm that really... Really sensitive, like oh, see, don't it's funny because I used to off. use that as a privilege, like as a punishment privilege sort of system. Yeah, yeah. So when I used to work in touching clubs, I used to be like, mm, "Sorry, you lost your hand privileges," and they'd be like, "Oh, okay." I wonder whether that. Sit on them. I wonder whether that goes deep in, like, fit, well, deep probably not into <laughs> a into a man's psyche though. Yeah, like a man is just very much about like kind of boundaries and you know and like. Can do this, can't do that. Things yeah. are very, very whatever. In that environment, Habit. especially, yeah, because there's a solid like they know why they're there. They know it costs money. Yeah, and there's like that exchange system happening. So sure. like they've invested in it, and then they're going to it, and they know if they mess up a little bit, they might not get the return on their investment. Right, right. Yeah, and it's you're smart sp- though. You're just like yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I. Which is weird because I don't really know what what I was invested in. I, I don't know what it yeah. is that I was sitting there looking for. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't think many people do when I, they walk. Right, because uh, I know in the end I'm still going to be in a hotel room somewhere having a cold shower and masturbating into a towel. <laughs> <laughs> We've always been there. <laughs> right? Been there. Yeah. So, you're right over there, JB. <laughs> 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 He's trying to hold it. So, uh, yeah, it's weird. And I suppose it's different for, for every, every bloke. But I, I imagine, you know, I wonder whether part of it's maybe a bit of power or even relinquishing a bit of power, mm. you know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're t- trying to get too bogged down in that because we could go it's down a rabbit suits. hole. But it depends on yeah. every different dude. But So you roll into this place. You do one night. Yeah. It's scary as shit. You earn yeah. $700 yeah. for five hours work and then you don't go back for nine no. months. <laughs> Didn't go back. Did it take you that long to spend <laughs> 700 bucks or, you, um, or you just like... Look, I was really excited about the money. I think I didn't spend the money for like two weeks. I'm pretty sure I had it sitting in my wallet because at that point I was like, this is really weird. Like yeah, women especially, like everyone, they work this nine to five series of like hours and hours and they get these allocated lunch breaks. It's almost like the schooling system but for adults. Right. The way that I see it. And it's very strange. Like, especially for me when I did my apprenticeship, I worked every single week, every single day, and I had, like, Sundays off every second week. I think I had two days off where I was sick in the two years that I did the apprenticeship. So for me, I was like, man, like, I just made two, three weeks of my apprenticeship money in one night. (laughs) Like, what's going on here? So I was really scared to spend it. I was like... Yeah. Is this really mine? Like, what happened? Where, where did this come <laughs> from? It was really strange. Had you ever seen that amount of money before? Um, like, I look, remember the first time I had a, a hundred dollar, a hundred a, gre- a green bill, right? Hundred dollar yeah. bill. Are they green? Yeah. Have you seen? Are they green? <laughs> it's been that long since I've seen one. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. I love how even I waited too. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Wait, are, they like, wait, are they green? Are they? Are you seeing the these? You know, I generally get paid in fives, which are purple. Oh, um, so pretty. So, yeah, yeah, um, and they're the small ones. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I remember seeing, like, and I just, I remember seeing $100. And in fact, 
I don't know. I guess I'd seen cash before. I had a job uh, in IGA, you know, yeah. packing shells and stuff, and I got paid in cash. It wasn't a lot. But I remember the first time I got paid when I was in the army, because it's back in the day. Yeah. We got paid in cash in our first week. That's second right. Week. You, did, you had like a tickety system type yeah. thing, didn't I, you? I, I can't quite remember, but I remember. We were all lined up and you had to march up yes. to the desk and then check halt and then you had your regimental number and your whatever and the dude would go right right on the sheet and then he'd turn the thing around and go, is this you? You know, or something like that. And you go, yes, sir, that's me or sergeant or whatever. Yeah. And he was scared as shit and he'd go, all right, is that... Does that number look right? And you're like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm supposed to be earning. It's I have like, no clue. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, that's uh, it's one hundred and eighty-six dollars and twenty-seven cents. You know, whatever it was for my first week, and they gave it to you in cash. Yeah. Now I don't know if they still do that. I don't know if they still do that, but I wonder whether it was um, that you, you know, because we all had to make sure we had a bank account. Like when I joined the seminary, so I had to have a bank account. Yeah. And um, I had to put all that information in, but. I wonder where they gave you that so that you had some cash because there were times where you would get let off. This is in basic training where you were allowed time off and you could go to the canteen mm. and buy stuff, yeah. right? Or you could go to the to the soldiers' shop and and buy stuff like you know whatever. And so, but I mean, <laughs> if you didn't have a car, like there probably wasn't F F post machine, so you yeah. needed cash. And to this day, I, I'm not a hundred percent sure that there wasn't a bit of a ruse going on. It's uh, the <laughs> first recruit training battalion or ARTC, yeah. whatever it is now. It's just like, you know, if there's cash around the place, it's easy to make that shit disappear yeah. from like, you know, just, hundreds of just, soldiers that are trading every day. Yeah. Slip it away with the hand. Exactly. But, you know, the base thing was I remember having that in my hand just going, God damn. Like, I, I wonder where that was the first time that I realised, even though I'd earned money in the IGA and carting hay bales and, and milk and cows and stuff. It was always at home and I was always going home and I was still going to school. So I wonder whether that was the first time I realised, like, you're in the world now, dude. Yeah. And, now, and that's the first oh, yeah, check you've ever... Sure. Well, that's the first money that you've ever made, like, legitimately for yourself yeah. outside of home. Like, you know. See, for me, I think that that money was more representative of, like, this is the potential. Yeah. Like... Oh, okay, like I've worked hard before and I've had to live out of home and all the rest of it. But That's a like, crazy amount of this, power. This is a lot of money have. for that amount of time. And yeah. I was like, you know, what? what's the equivalent? Like do I have to be a CEO or like a yeah. lawyer or yeah. like, you know, something extravagant, well, a little bit more fancy than that, you know? A lawyer or a, yeah, or a, a surgeon, mm. you know. I'm going to say airline pilot for... All of my current, <laughs> current people. <that> I <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Those airline pilots, God, they earn so much money yeah. for doing nothing. <laughs> just Dead man down. switch. So pretty. Uh, love you guys. Um, yeah. yeah, well, uh, do you think there was, a, I don't know, whether, did you think, was there any power in it? Did you any feel like? It wasn't so much power. It was like, um, oh, this is a good question actually. Because this is probably a retrospective question. Like yeah, now no, that you definitely. look back, did you do you? Would it be fair to say that holy shit, I can wield like I can wield power with just my body? Like how is that possible? It was at that point I hadn't really realized that. For sure. me, it was more like oh, okay, like I feel better even though I shut myself during that night. 
Yeah. And I was scared Hopefully shitless. Not, literally. No. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but like, I felt really, like, I felt this wave of confidence come over me of like, oh, okay, like, there's so many different types, shapes, shades, fucking everything of yeah. women that are yeah. doing this. Like, my favorite chick was this older bird, and she had these big titties, big fake titties. And her thing was to stand on this rotating platform, right, out, out to the audience. And she'd just twerk each boob, <laughs> like, individually up. And that was her thing. And guys would just literally sit there in the audience and just, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, just completely soulless eyes just staring at her like, I want that one. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she was. We had a hostess system. So we used to get booked out, like, pre-booked while we were on stage. Yeah. So while we were on stage, there'd be a couple of hostesses walking around and they would pre-book lap dances. They'd go up to guys and be like, hey, are you enjoying such and such on stage tonight? Would you like to book for half an hour or VIP experience? That sort of thing. And she was one of those girls that was just consistently like booked flat out. And I always had this vision in my mind like, oh, you have to be good at pole. You have to be do- like doing this and this and that. And she had... None of that. <laughs> she just had her one thing. Yeah. And, like, she used to just meander around the pole and she'd do, like, one little turn and then she'd come straight back to the middle podium and do it again. I'm not even joking. Like, that was her. And she and used to rake in. A bunch like, of Neanderthals just going. Yeah. They loved it. <laughs> loved it. It was fascinating. But it was a real eye-opener for me because I – it was like, oh, okay, like, that's all she is. Yeah. Like, that's – there's so much more to her, but while she's in but this in that club space, in that and while she makes this money, that's all she needs to do. So I guess there is a lot of power in that because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look at her go. Yeah. Wee. And case in point, it's not hard to, um, to keep a man happy. Yeah. <laughs> just work your tits. Yeah. <laughs> they they you know, were. It was mesmerizing though, like hypnotic the way she did it. Yeah, because it was so slow and elegant, mm. and because she had such a small body and such big tits, it was like, oh, yeah, wow. it's, it's almost cartoonish. I think. Yeah, when you very see much w- so. women like that, that it's it just way out of proportion like that, which is basically what <laughs> cartoons are. And you see them from the back; they turn side on you, like, Holy and you're shit, just like, how like, are you standing upright? Woo. How are you not falling over? You know, <laughs> that's a strong back you've got there, Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> My apologies. Oh, I love it. <laughs> what else? Who else? Have, what? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, Maybe. it was out there. So that was one of the first clubs I worked in. Yeah. Yeah. So when you went back, so after nine nine months, yeah, that's a fairly long time. Yeah. It is long and time. but in that nine months you were you were doing your apprenticeship. No, no, I just went back to chefing in general. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I was you just were just working, working. part time. Yep. And then finally, it got the better of you. Well, yeah. I mean, did you go back to that same club? Yeah. 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 And they just said, "Where the fuck have you been for yeah, the last pretty nine months?" Much. <laughs> <laughs> My boss came out in the back and he sat down with me and he's like, "Are you sure you yeah. want to do this?" Yeah. Like real slow words with me, like. <laughs> are you good with this? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I've thought about it really long and hard. And he's like, yeah, nine months hard. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm good. Okay. I know what I want to do. Did you do anything, like, did you do any other, I guess, preparation in that nine months? Like, did you think I about... I saved up when bought shoes. So we had like a outfit sort of, 
thing that we had to abide by. So for that time, that day and age, it was Wicked Weasel. Wicked Weasel was all the rage and they're like a brand of bikini. Okay. And they had like all these other stuff as well. So they, they had like the cute little shorts and the fishnet bikini tops. But you could do anything to them. These things would last forever. Yeah. We had to have a gown, um, matching G-string, matching lingerie. And if we were swimwear, it had to be Wicked Weasel. Okay. And heels. Yeah, heels. Please are heels. I don't know where the heels thing came from. <coughs> In what sense? I'm not, I'm just... Maybe it's just me. I'm not a heels guy. What's wrong? <laughs> You're looking like something's. I'm just going to make uh, some slight adjustments to the um, mic over here. All right, copy that. That's Whee! all right. <laughs> That's all right. That's cool. Does it fit, it's fit like it cuts out every now and again, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, that's cool. We'll fix it for you, listeners. We apologize. It's fine. <laughs> Is it doing it still? No, I noticed I it so. earlier, but I wasn't really sure. Yeah, I don't know. I just... Testing. Testing, one, two, testing. This is great. This is great. Mm. I, I Why is that like red? I feel like you've uh, watched Finding Nemo. Is that where that was coming from? Well, my <laughs> name originally was Dory. No one called me by my full name. So, for like, ever since I was a little kid, it was Dory. And then when Finding Nemo came out, I was like, yeah, no, it's D. Mm. It's just oh dead. yeah, because Do- Dory yeah. <laughs> Dory's a bit of a dickhead here. Yeah, oh right. my god, can you speak well? <laughs> yes, as a matter of fact, I can. That's fucking classic. Yeah. No, my favourite though was Dorito. This dude couldn't pronounce my name on the school bus, so he called me Dorito. Dorito. <laughs> and it stuck for years. <laughs> Dorito. What? What is your name? Dorotia. 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 Yeah. Dorotia. Dorotia. Is Samor that? Is Ar- that Hungarian? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. You want some scotch, or you're yes, right? Yes, please. Yeah, let's give me scotch. Um, you can hear it slide. ASMR. Yeah, it's good. I don't know. JB is probably going to be able to cut a bit of it out, but we don't mind a little bit of background. <laughs> you're a <laughs> fucking peanut. What was I saying oh, the I other love day? Peanut. peanut. That's such a what good was I saying the other day you didn't like? Oh, oh, was that someone at work? I was saying Dingleberry. Dingleberry, that's yeah, right. Because I imagine dingle- it straight away. That's right. Sheep's I was ass. Yeah, when I was moving, oh, I was yeah. Straight away, someone says it. I'd rather you say C U N T because I literally picture. Did you just spell the cunt? maggots? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, didn't, I didn't check previously if we were okay. To spell it's it. okay. You can say it. No. Um, we so we put I it out as explicit content. I picture it. Yeah. It's imagery in my brain. So Dingleberry has that very vivid image yeah. of Yeah, no. Yeah. No, thank you. Okay. Mm. So um, I laugh and then I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm good now. Well, I um Yes, I was just gonna say, I don't where where do the high high heels where do the high heels come from? I, high heels in particular A dude. Right. <laughs> That's true, actually. There is something <laughs> about that. I do created it, yeah. I do created it. But it was to – it's like power, elevation, and, and, and to get those calf muscles out and whatever So, else. originally it was to adjust your posture. So, your butt poked out a little bit and your tits poked out a little bit. And the middle section didn't really matter. Okay. It poked out a little bit. Mm. It was more about the booty and the boobies. So, accentuating the parts of the woman that, that everybody likes. finds most yes. attractive. And other okay. 
everyone else in between. <laughs> to, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, because, I, I mean, and look, I get that. I love, a, I really do like a good set of high heels. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Just not when that's all you're wearing. <laughs> right? We're, so we're naked and we're in heels, is that what you Yeah, saying? like, if you're, particularly if you're already engaged in coitus, and... <laughs> So for those playing the home go, that's um, having sex. So you're in the bed and you're tearing up sheets with your heels right. because you're rolling around doing I feel the nasty. Like, I feel like you could have – that's the first thing you're going to take off, right? Oh, the high, mm. you look lovely in those high heels. Let's get them off before we kill somebody. It's a very European thing, though, to Is wear it? something in the bedroom, like socks or – you know, those stockings. <laughs> you know, the high like, oh, stockings. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. Jesus Christ. Or like a body stocking that's crotchless. It's very European. Oh, yeah, that's a little bit, uh, uh, you know. Too oh, far. Knee-high socks or yeah. uh, something. <laughs> that's where we draw the line. Yeah, but okay. but get rid of the shoes, man. Yeah. Like, why? I've never, I think maybe once in my life I've had that yeah. happen. And it's just. I don't know. They're just It's yeah. a mess. And when they're dancing, you know, in the strip clubs and all that. Oh, actually, yeah, no, I but did once. The reason I couldn't remember it is because my shoe fell off and hit me in the head. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I just had it a It could have killed you, dude. It, it hurt. Yeah. That's about it. I had a little bruise. Yeah. Cute. Does does everybody, like, does everybody, all the guys in the club just kind of go, oh, fuck. And then do they laugh or do they come to your aid or do they? Oh, you mean shoes in the club. <laughs> Yeah, is that where we're at? Oh, you're talking about... I was talking about in the bedroom. But yeah, okay. no, I've had it happen in the club. Yeah. So um, I had one of my shoes fly off and hit someone in the head once. <laughs> I was in the middle of a show. I did this trick and it's like this ballerina spin. So you're holding on with one arm around the pole and you spin yourself around and then you wrap with one leg. So it looks very pretty. Yeah. But um, as I flicked myself in the air, my shoe went off my left foot and just launched into someone's face. And it was just, it was a bloodbath. Fair (laughs) Yeah. The heel hit him in the lip and split his lip. And the base, the big chunky plastic platform hit him in the face and it hit the tip of his nose. Yeah, right. Mm, Done. Is that thing still doing that, that microphone? (laughs) No. Is it me like touching and moving and no, stuff? No, it's it's uh it's heaps better. I am gonna make one more adjustment so we can see your face just a little bit clearer. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody say hi to JB. <laughs> so this is why this I is need really to like it's in it's there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because it's like every now and again you just yeah, it's like you're it drops out on you. It's like the sensitivity's yeah, out on the piss. I think that might be me, yeah. though, the way that I talk. Because I just, I've got to move and I've got to, there it goes again. Yeah, so it's just yeah. like, yeah. That's <laughs> 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 no, definitely where the uh, the recorders actually sit in it. So that's why you generally got to be close so that I can, I'll sit here and I'll actually adjust. Is this close enough? That's perfect. Awesome. Basically, you've just got to swallow that thing, D. Yeah. Just got to get it all in there. Just the tip. Just the tip. God, we've been rambling. <laughs> and I'm turning mine off. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the scotch. Wow. All right. Sippage. So you go back after nine months, right? And yep. this is 
and then you start working this club. Yep. How and you? Uh, it was glamorous. You, it was glamorous. Yeah. How how often do you work? I'm just thinking what um, Thursday, Friday, so Saturday nights, something like that. At that time, I had fully quit my job to go back. I was yeah. like, "That's it. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it 100." percent Yep. So yep. I saved up, invested my money into the costumes and everything else. Yep. And I just did it. Yeah, right. Went in there and I was like, Wednesday to Saturday, and I think we did like Sunday shifts every now and then. Yeah, depending yeah. on clientele and. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Did you learn your craft? Did you f- find a, a bit of a zone of what what worked for you? You know, so like the other girl got a twerking titties. <laughs> you know, was there something yeah. that you felt we you I just was got young? Yeah. <laughs> so so were I you, didn't were really you have to work that hard. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Like, yeah. New girls in the industry, whenever they come in and they're fresh-faced and, like, you know, still full of joy and happiness. <laughs> <laughs> still got a soul. They well, come in and they make a lot of money because they are. They're young, they're bright, they're bubbly. And that's that's I, I want to say part of what it is, is being bright and bubbly. Like, you're there as a fantasy. Yeah. These dudes. Listen, I'll tell you, I'm such a pushover. They would make money because I'd be giving my money to them. Because you're like, is this your first night? Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Here's two hundred bucks. Just (laughs) let's just sit down and have a chat. (laughs) Meanwhile, she's like struggling to zip up her wallet. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Exactly. And here I am worried about whatever. Yeah. See you though, sucker. Aha! I I am man. It's some for some people. It's the pokies and whatever. I mean, you know, I I don't frequent, um, you know, strip joints that that often. Um. Generally now I've actually got one that I go to in Adelaide that um Ooh. Yeah, on Peary Street. Um I know check, all of them. Yeah, checkmates. Um oh, it's called pole position now. But um yeah, yeah I, I just went in there one day and I went there for years and it's um, really nice. The girls are nice. Yeah, the girls are nice, yeah. It's a dingy fucking joint. I mean they've done some work on it now, but you know, but yeah, there was a feeling with it. Mm. When you it was like it's a family the local. environment, yeah. The <laughs> girls are very close in there. And usually. they, and they, yeah, and and you know, Muffy was the, um, you know, she led all the girls there, and and she was just, she was just great. She was a piece yeah. of work. She was really good fun, and and uh, we were pretty good mates. And um, you know, and you just, you know, they you'd sell raffle tickets because oh, it, yeah, right to yeah. to get the money together to do a little dance, and then you know, and then they put the booze in and whatever else. So it was like an up and coming thing, but yeah. You know, let's be honest. The the you know, the girls that were there were not the ten out of ten model looking girls that would They're be working Victoria's at the f- secret. Yeah, right. They weren't the ones working at firm or whatever else. They're um, they're the home girls. Yeah. Right. Mm. And. I didn't give a shit. They're the reliable cows. Right. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah, because you I guess. provide the milk of the industry. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you go to the firm and see a supermodel. Yeah. Like, for me, I'm just like, that is way out of my league. I yeah. can't even talk to you. It's intimidating, isn't it? It is. It's Some intimidating days. as fuck. Yeah. You know, and then, um, but if I go to this joint, I'm just like, oh, yeah, cool, no worries. And then you get talking to them and you're just like, you are. You're the home girl. Yeah. You know, you live down the street from me kind of thing. And, yeah. you know, you had a rough that life and you're doing okay. But, yeah. But it's like, you know, it's fun. It's uh, sexy. It's maybe it is, and I'm a five yeah. talking to a five, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god, do you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. like a five talking to a twelve. Yeah, in the firm, just like, are you even real? <laughs> you know, if I touch your finger, will it disappear? Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, one time, uh, you know, I've only fallen in love with one stripper once, and oh, uh, 
Yeah, and because um, I, I never thought it was going to, but <laughs> <laughs> it was JB. It was his first night. Mm. I paid him a lot. So he's working it off now as my producer. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to go somewhere dark. Hey, do it. Just go there. His legs were shaking. It felt nice. <laughs> <laughs> the nervous vibrations were doing it for me. It was the first time he'd been with a man. <laughs> Uh, so back to where you grew up. <laughs> <laughs> deflect, deflect. Oh man, uh, it's no, that's just okay a- though because it brought you here. Stripping does take you places. Yeah, so, yeah. So what happened after that? You, you worked at that club, and that was it. You you were a stripper. Um, wh- did that graduate? Yeah, no. I went to heaps of different clubs. So I worked at Crazy Horse on the Gold Coast. I tried Hollywood's, not for me. I'm not that kind of girl. Um, it's a very, um, it, it, like you were talking about, the Victoria's Secret model type thing. They yep. had a very, very high standard that at that time. I was this is like, Hollywood? This is, this is a lot, yeah. Okay. Mm. So, and because uh, I imagine that's probably a thing. Like there is, yeah. the, the, the club that I go to is very loosely called a club. Yeah. It's free to enter. I know the barman by It's not by so name. much a gentleman's lounge. Right? <laughs> yeah. it, it isn't. It, it's... You know, it's just a bit of a raucous, yeah. you know, backyard stripper club. And yeah. it's fun. It's fine. And whatever. But I've been to, you know, Goldfingers in yeah. Melbourne. Um, and I guess the thing is when I walk in there, I'm just like, there's dudes wearing suits. I'm a mm. bogan for, for the best, a bit of a redneck bogan. Like I, I think I put shoes yeah, on. I'm like, yeah, I dressed up for the occasion. And, you know, the big bouncer at the front is looking at me going, all right. Come on, come on in with your $120, yeah. you know. And then I'm standing around with dudes that are just fucking, you know, it's just $50 notes yeah. raining off of them. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the the girls that are in there are, of course, many shapes and sizes and colours and everything else, but they're all, I guess, fairly crisp in, in the way that, like, they've been doing this there. Yeah. It, it's more... You feel like you... I just feel like this is more... I'm now like playing a pokey game, and there's something like it, it's You're just got to take. Yeah, it's just you know, and and they can tell. Like I just walk in there and go, they can tell yeah. that I don't have any money. <laughs> All right, so I'm not a I'm not a big deal. You're not going to get. They'll just you know throw me a bone. Just go, all right, come on, mate. You know, and yeah. then take my hundred and twenty dollars, and then I'll just sit in the corner like that was great. You know, Yay! <laughs> you know, titties. Yeah, That's I remember. Good. I remember that was Goldfingers when I was doing my sub one way back in the day. And uh, I was there with a bunch of the boys and they were a lot older than me. I was really, really young. Yeah. And uh, that was the first time. I think Goldfingers was actually the first time I'd been to a strip club. Yeah. And I was probably, maybe it's, not the first time. But it was, it was a big step for me. Yeah. And it was a massive thing. And I was, I, was, I was scared of shit because I'm just like, yeah. some bounce is going to just drill me for even looking at something. But no, <laughs> that's what you're there for. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, the, you know, we were sitting on a, a you know, like there was like a table with chairs around it. And so oh, like the podium tables? Yeah, yeah. And you just, everybody puts their money in and then yeah. the, the girl comes and does a dance for all years. Mm. And she obviously could tell that, you know, all the boys are just throwing money. And I'm just sitting there like, holy fuck, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then at the end. I don't understand, but I'm fascinated. Oh, yeah. I was, I was just like, you know, this is great. Sitting on my hands, you know. Yeah. And then she just comes around. She finishes her dance. Um takes all the money and then she comes around and she just um, gives me a little kiss on the cheek oh. and then she laid back. 
spread our legs and then opened a opened herself. It was just like, there you go. There's a little present for you. And I'm Hi like, there. holy shit. Is that what a yeah. Madonna looks like? And uh, I think girls, like, sometimes they just get, like, this little kick of relief. Like, oh, thank God there's a newbie that I can ruin his <laughs> life. Like, he will not think of anything else after this night but this for yeah. at least yeah. a period Yeah, he's going to be having cold showers for a week. Yeah. Uh, don't interrupt me when I'm cleaning my room. It's kind of nice. I think a lot of girls do get a kick. Well, out and of it comes back to what I was saying before about the power thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a I massive amount now, of power yeah. to wield, Definitely. you know. So, yeah. um, but you know, so how many years did, did you strip for for all those um, years? So I stripped for almost all of those years, probably like nine years with the little breaks that I had in between. Yeah. Mm. And then, and then I started escorting about. Four years ago, five years ago. Okay, so fairly recently, actually. Yeah, not too long ago. Yeah. Was there a reason for that? Um, We just wanted to explore something else, try something else? I kind of wanted to try it. I mean, I had sex with... I was a bit promiscuous, (laughs) and I had sex with a lot of dudes. (laughs) And I was like, hmm, we can get paid for this and not have an orgasm. I'm I'm cool (laughs) with that. Because some of them, like some of you guys... (laughs) Watch, watch a real porn, like not the slappity slap porn. Like, yeah, go out and get some experience. Ask for some advice. Yeah, you know. Well, you're talking the but wrong anyway, there. because no. I'm yeah. all over it. <laughs> some dudes are. That's <laughs> the thing. Some dudes are, but like, man, like, it it didn't really dawn me complete me. Ah, uh, sorry, complete. <laughs> I got there. The dawn on me. Um, something like that. Like, it di- I didn't realise completely, like, just how often dudes are misled into thinking that they're doing the right thing when they're not really. Yeah. And I think a lot of that responsibility, like, I hate to say it, but it does fall on women. Like, be loud. Say something. Yes. Yeah, like, yep. you know. Yep. Because... If a dude's rubbing your inner thigh for half an hour, say something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's happened, don't lie. Yeah. It's happened. <laughs> yeah. Because... <laughs> I had to stop this dude and be like, yo, do you want to turn the lights on for a minute? We're going to have a lesson. Yeah. He's like, what? What's wrong? What am I doing? I was like, look look where you are. And I got my phone light and actually shone it there. I'm like, look where you are. Oh. Oh, okay. I'll turn the lights on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there's anyway. No, 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 Lisa. I'm glad yeah. you said it because honestly, dudes no. are dickheads, man. I mean, unless you're no. like, you got to learn that shit somewhere. There's a there's a lot of responsibility there, and it falls on both parties. Both it does. Like the males to listen, and like, because you know, like once you give a blowjob, it's usually pretty good from there. <laughs> like, if you do one good blowjob, you're pretty set. Yeah, yeah. You know, but. For men, yeah. it's like every single woman's got a different button, a different thing, a different yeah. thing that they like. You know, that's right. And unless you get told this what that spot, is, pull that thing there, poke that. Yeah, exactly. You know, in this Wiggle order, and then yeah. you get to a new girl, and it's like, no, pull that, push that, yeah. and then put that. Ex- like, right? You know? Yeah. Well, don't do that. And then, Damn. yeah. And then, if it's it's a sequence or a a, a cadence, a tempo, bop it. Pull it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all Twist of these it. things. And, you know. <laughs> just High oh. score. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 
kind of like that. What is it? What oh, is that toy? toy? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, you, you know the toy? Bop it. Pull it. Like the, you know the little fidget? They were like the original fidget spinners, right? Were they? Like the early 2000s. And it came as like a little toy. And it had this big button in the middle. had this little squiggly zigzag. And that was the flick it one. Okay. Um, the oh, sorry, one I'll was straight, right? Right. Phallic shaped. <laughs> Phallic shaped, And then yeah. the other one was um, twisted and it had like this little um, twirly thing or something like that. And it would get faster and faster as it goes along, right? So okay. So there's, there's a climax there somewhere. It's equivalent. Jesus. So it, I just remember. Where was this toy? This when is the I same thing. Like I imagine the image straight away when we talk about certain things and that's the first thing that I imagine when it comes to dudes learning each and every new girl is just this bop it thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Churchy, I have, to, I have to add something because yeah. I feel like I'm losing a bit of innocence from my child. <laughs> <laughs> Just slightly because I know the toy. Do you know about, about this toy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm a, I'm a child of the nineties. Like I'm, I was I was a fully fledged soldier by then. I was doing soldierly things, Wait, no, playing with you? toys. Uh, I'm thirty. I, I'm oh, definitely okay, in nineties, cool. but yeah. uh, I do know the toy because yeah. I have younger siblings. So oh no! <laughs> yeah. You know the first thing I was, I was like a Tamagotchi. No, <laughs> like, a, a Tamagotchi pull. I don't know. Well, I we have to with. feed them too, but. <laughs> Otherwise, they do die. <laughs> oh, shit. Similar. Yeah. That's... Mm. Man, I'll tell Damn. you, if we could... There's, Are there's you good? A, there's Are you retaining ja- some form of innocence, though, at least? Hello. JV loves this shit. He does. I, I don't know. He's like... Oh, this is good. Um, I don't know where... We should we just... Like, somebody should write a book. There was a movie... It's actually a really good Australian movie, yeah. and it's called The Little Death. The Little Death. It's called The Little Death, and if you haven't seen it, that's okay. Just take the wall out. That's yeah. fine. Uh, if you haven't seen it, like seriously, it's a it's a comedy movie called The Little Death, and um, it just takes on a couple. It's got like Lisa McCune in it. Yeah, remember from uh, Blue Healers and a few other people. Um, but yeah, it's. Kind of funny, but it's really sad. And it's basically the, the the premise is basically this that everybody's got a thing, mm. whether they want to admit it or not. Oh, uh, yeah. Everybody's got a, a, a some sort of fetish or some sort of whatever, and they just pick out a few. And I can't remember the names of it, but they start the part of the movie like the segment. You know, this is the um, it's the guy that that likes to his missus to be asleep, and he likes to dress her up. It's got nothing oh. to do with sex. It's cool. and and it's called it's it's a it's an actual medical thing, you know, or sorry, it's got a name. Like a f- like a lot of fetishes have a have yeah, a name, yeah, they you know? have a and so scientific you know, name, right? And then there's another one. This chick doesn't realize it, but she gets off on her man crying. Oh, and then they have yeah. sex while like she's you know fucking him while they're oh sorry making love or whatever uh, while they're while he's crying. And so did you just romanticize crying? <laughs> I did. And so she goes around, okay. and so instead of saying that, yeah, because everybody's so scared of what their fetishes are, instead of saying that, she like makes his dog run away, yeah, and in, and then you know on purpose, and so he gets really upset. Oh, so she like sets things. She up starts to, to set things oh, up, oh, and wow. for him to you know, and I don't want to ruin the fucking movie, but no, go for it. That's just one of them, and then so there's a few of these things, and the whole thing is that instead of like. Oh god! There's another one that involves the just the appearance of rape, 
Okay. Yeah. Which is actually, there is one out, and it's look, it's legi- these are legitimate things. Yeah. And on the face of it, you might think, oh my god, who, whatever. But that's the yeah. point. That's the fucking point. Yeah. Is that we've all got something, whatever it is, no matter how deep and dark, and it can, it doesn't have to be salacious and and um, you weird. know and and weird and dangerous. Yeah. Right. But uh, you know, and it just instead of these couples. Being open to each other it. and talking about it. And these are generally all uh, couples that are to get like they're in yeah. monogamous relationships and blah, blah, blah. He, it's a great he, fucking it's movie. It's so common though. Yeah. I've really got to watch that now because I've never really seen it portrayed in a movie like the way that you're saying. It sounds very authentic. Do, yeah, it know? is very well made. Yeah. And it's it's sad in the end because you watch they, – they do it well that you watch relationships fall apart. Because of just not being able to have this conversation. It's the communication. Yeah, hundred percent. Always comes down to communication. Yeah, and we're all we're all scared of letting that thing come out. Like, how, I'm into this. You know, like how do you how do you say it? Like, you know, I'm not going to say more. I, I think you just hand, say it straight out. I mean, I like, do. But then when the other person looks at you like this, like, and as soon as that happens, then as soon I'll as you like, up. and you're like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm just going to shut up. Yeah. Right? And then no, you I go back it. to the boring ass piece of shit way that you've been doing all along. Right? Mm. And then you wonder why things fall apart. Yeah. And I reckon we if it isn't money, yeah. if it isn't got to do with like pressure with money, um, you know, or just, you know, maybe problems with alcohol or, you know, things yeah. like that. Man, it's always going to come back to sex. Man. You know? Always. And then, then you want like uh, extramarital affairs and, and all this other shit. It's for that search for... Mm. You know, for that one little thing that get that little you know box that gets ticked or that yeah. itch that gets scratched, you know. And man, I've I don't give a say, shit. We're all in. Good point there, though. There's so many married dudes that have come in for services and they're just straight out with it, mm. and they have no issue saying it to someone who's a stranger who they're about to pay to, you know, possibly perform this task depending on what it is. Yeah. You know, everything still has to be consensual. Just of course. Just because money is involved, it doesn't mean you just, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, like, there's still things yeah, in yeah. place. But so many, so many. Yeah. Oh, my God, well, some th- of the shit. <laughs> some of the weird, like, out there things that you're like, I didn't even think of this before. Now that I've thought of it, it's yeah. just... It's outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Well, we very, you know, when we were um, talking the other day. Question though, like, why don't you tell your partner? You don't know if she's into this. Like, just tell her. Yeah. What's the worst that's going to happen? Well, I I mean, it can have. Well, if you are then looked at like a freak, that can also undo a relationship. Like, they can never look at you again. They're going to go every time we have sex. You're going to be thinking about pegging me, or you know, something like that. What's worse though, living your life with someone not telling them who you really are and hiding a very big aspect of yourself? Because let's face it, sexual sexuality is a huge aspect of us as humans. It's whether we like to accept it or not. It's always a topic of conversation somehow in some form. So I mean out with it <laughs> and like worst case scenario you're not with that person there's seven how many people on this earth now seven, seven billion something billion yeah like fucking surely someone <laughs> <laughs> you 
you know, go travel, do something, well, find someone else that's into it. And this is the thing. Put up an ad. <laughs> put up an ad. Go to some brothels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not, you know. Yeah. Why don't they? Well, why? because I guess because it's only a part of it. And then, yeah. you you know, you that's think about. society pressure. Yeah, but then ev- maybe everything else that goes on, like the person that you spend your time with or that you're married to or that you're in a committed relationship with or whatever. You know, they're part of your social group and, you know, you have a house with them or your kids go to school or, you know, whatever. You've got a dog. Yeah, but where, like, where did the sexuality come into it, you know? Like, did you just decide well, I guess to get married and then all of a sudden not talk about your sexual yeah. wants and needs? Well, po- possibly. And if it, it, didn't, if it didn't come up at the start... It happens a yeah, lot. If you just... Stuck to regular regular sex at the start, and then and it's ordinary. Yeah, that's the most boring way to root. <laughs> hey, it's good if you switch it up a little. Yeah, yeah, you're I'm gonna make that shit interesting. Yeah. Like throw a leg over there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> and if you're not that flexible, you know. Yeah. Just um, I don't know. Pretzel. Pretzel. Yeah, pretzel. Yeah, because most of the like most of the dudes I know, maybe not all of them, but most of them would quite happily um, spend a bit more time with like foreplay or with uh, mm. you know romance and all of that shit mm. if they knew what the fuck they were supposed to do. And like you said before, every, every girl's got a different way that they like things, and you know. And, and look for, mo- for like, but that's not actually yeah. that different for blokes. Yeah. Right. I've got to get it up, stick it in, and do the job. Like we we can do that. Hold for, focus. Yeah, for the most part, that yeah. can be done, and we can get that shit done quick, right? You know the capability. Mission there, task, yeah. fucking send it complete. Yeah, thirty seconds, fucking done. <laughs> All right, but that's mainly for reproduction. Yeah? yeah, it's like put the sperm in there. Well, I so mean, we I think that's personally why your knob shaped the way that it is. Yes, I love that. Yes. Explain that. That's the best thing I've ever been Explain told. that. Explain that because you're talking to me. So the your other knob moment. is shaped like a scoop, <laughs> yeah. right? So you've got like this scoopy area underneath your knob, right? So your knob stands out a little bit. So when you shove it into a vagina that had semen in it bef- like previously, it'll scoop it out and leave your semen in there first. <laughs> I'm learning it's something. The, it's the human way. <laughs> I told you, bro. I don't know if that's a scientific fact, but I, I like to believe it is because I mean, looking at a penis and the way that it's shaped, it looks very much so. Yeah, you talking about the helmet, the, yeah. you know, the, the 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 way that that's shaped. Yeah, I mean, that'll just come drag everything else out and leave its own there. <laughs> <laughs> come, fellas. Um, <coughs> hopefully, the kids are going to bed before you listen to this podcast. Please. Yeah. But no, it's you know, I mean, it's true. I don't know. I, I like that. I think that there's possibly something in that. Yeah. I think I should get a um, evolutionary biologist to come on the show and tell us if that's legit. You could Google. I have a whole are you like Googling? Diagram. Are you doing? It? Are you my little Jamie? <laughs> Young I'm, Jamie. I'm, I'm definitely googling a lot of things. <laughs> right yeah. now. And what do you got? No, no, you keep going. What? There's a, there's a lot of uh, other material that's coming up when I Google said words. Wait. That's my computer. <laughs> Good luck. No one ain't tracking my Shit. <laughs> I'm going to get on there tomorrow and be like, wait, I didn't, all history. I didn't look up. Oh, I'm not even going to say it. Helmet head come scoop. <laughs> Multiple dudes. Even if we take the last part out, I think it's going to be a little messed up. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Penal domination. <laughs> like, you can't even Google that in any way that sounds okay. <coughs> Knob scoop. Knob scoop. Knob scoop. It is. That's a great name for someone who's given you. Oh, listen here, Knob scoop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. That's the new word of today. <laughs> knob scoop. Such a knob scoop. Such a fucking knob scoop. Oh, it's it's sassy. I like yeah, that. yeah, it's good. So, yeah, like so sour like, tang to it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So here you are. You're, you're banging a bunch of dudes. <laughs> Where no. were we? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, nah, but you're out there you're, and you're, you're enjoying life yeah, and you're yeah, doing definitely. your thing. And you're like, all right, okay, so yeah. I can I can make some money out of this as well. Oh, that, yeah. Obviously, in the nine years I you've been stripping, it. It's, it, it would have co- like crossed your mind at some point. Like, yeah. you know, I can obviously make money um, mm. escorting. I honestly wish I did it earlier in hindsight. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad I had that experience first. Yeah. Mm. Um. Because I feel so. This is the thing: escorting, you know, for some people is going to be just so on the nose, so taboo. We can't do this. It's wrong. It's do whatever. It still is, yeah. But yeah, and fine. You can have your opinion. I give a shit. Mm. But for those that are on the fence about it, this yeah. is the reason why I want to talk about this shit. Because well, they well, we'll start with my mum actually, if you want. Hell do you yeah. Want to know how someone reacts to it? She was she was a good example. Um. So I told my mum. She knew I was a stripper. Like, she knew I wanted to do that. And she wasn't really impressed by it, but she was like, look, as long as you're happy, whatever you want to do is whatever you want to do. Yeah. Stay safe. You know? Yeah. And then I told her about this, and she sort of went quiet. And I'm like, fuck, what do I do? Do I run? What, like, do I hide? Where's the nearest cave? And she thought about it for a while, and I turned to her, and I was like, look, ask any question that you want, because... The more questions you ask about it, the more I can answer and the more that you'll see it from my point of yep. view, from where I'm seeing it from. 100%. And she was like, well, yeah, like I've only got like movie images in my head of this. Like the thought of it is really bad, like a mm. lot of drugs, a lot of like no consent, that sort of thing. Like the, the whole movie <laughs> system yeah. of it, you know? Yeah. She started asking me questions and the questions started coming more often. And um, yeah, it was just... Like, as soon as she got those answers, you could see her processing each time. And um, there just came a point where it went from, oh, I, I don't really like this or I'm not really sure about this, like I don't really want you doing that, to, oh, shit, this is actually, you know, yeah. legit. Yeah. Wow, go you. Yeah. Take their money. <laughs> you know? Buy me a new Mercedes. It was funny because we ended up like uh, I worked at another place in Queensland when I was staying with Mum for a period of time, and that was the best time. That was when she got to learn the most about it, because I was in earshot and like straight after work, and she'd be waking up and going to work as I'm getting home from work, and we'd have that little morning conversation with our coffees out on the back veranda having a ciggy. And she'd ask me all the questions like, how are the intros? How are this? How are they? You know, what happened? Tell, yeah. me, all the, tell me all the goods. It was like this own like reality TV show, like private reality TV for mum. Yeah. And um, she loved it after a while. She was just like, wow, this is really interesting. Yeah. And even on bad nights where like guys were just <sighs> shitty. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was still funny. 
Yeah. It was still good. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, it's just like I was going to say before that... Um, Health checks are important. Yeah. Well, uh, how do you... I mean, I mean, everything's... You, obviously, you're prophylactics, you know, all the time. And it Pardon? Prophylactics, condoms. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought you meant, like, the medication, like... Um, That's prep. chemo-prophylaxis. Yeah. Yeah, chemical... Well, prophylaxis is yeah. just... Uh, Protection. Look, look that up. Yeah. So terminal. Look. Vision, but each each girl to their own. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> He's over there looking at knob cheese and. <laughs> JB, JB, come back, come back, bro. Sorry, I just I just learned that we can like. Uh, <laughs> human ejaculate can expel with a great force and over considerable distance up to two feet, if not contained. <laughs> So, reading an article at the moment, um, your wow. hypothesis is uh, very much on point, Marcus. Oh, I just read that about the through through evolution. Intelligence. Well, they they're comparing uh, monkeys and us at the moment, but yeah, the way that our glands work, it's actually oh yeah, because monkeys fuck for fun too, right? Mm. Yeah. I think they do. Love that. And dolphins. Yes. Yeah. Aren't we biologically closer to dolphins than some monkeys? Wow. That's, that's an interesting Sorry, conversation. Which, which one were I looking up you've to? Got a, you've, got a <laughs> <laughs> you've got an actual mouse over there, bro. Pass me the puff of fish, that mate. Mouse, that mouse is good. I want to get high. <laughs> you want to get high? Puff of fish high. <laughs> Wait, isn't that death? Huh? Puff of fish? No, not for oh, dolphins. Oh, not for them. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Do they, they get high around? Yeah, they pass. They do it on purpose. It's hilarious. Really? Yeah, they poke it and prod it until it puffs up. So they're traumatizing this poor <laughs> fish that's floating around doing its own business. Then this fish is like, "Oh fuck, there's a dolphin," and then there's a whole group of them passing this fucking fish around, getting high. Really? Yeah. God, we are like them, fucking each other and getting high. <laughs> See, this is why we need <laughs> iPads in front of you both so right now, just so, so we, we could watch <laughs> dolphin getting high off a puffer fish. It'd Wait, I've got to set a so TV good. up like Rogan's got. I reckon and, that's and a great idea. We could just show. Just have it, yeah. We can. We, we can't put it on the thing, though. Yeah. Couldn't be on the uh, high. Um, health checks, wasn't it? Yeah, health checks, yeah. Health yeah. Checks. So, like... <laughs> how, do you, how do you... Do you yeah, well, just, just talk to me now. about that. All right, so um, each girl to their own, like, different places in Australia actually have different legislation for this. So I think New South Wales is the only one we can give head naturally, so without protection, and it's perfectly legal. Yeah. Um, I need to check that, but, yeah, last yeah. time I did check it, it was perfectly legal for that to happen. Okay. Which, each to their own. That's yeah, just one yeah, of those things. yeah. But what usually happens is that a client will come in, and you'll do an introduction process. So whether it's just you're wandering around a lounge and they come up to you or you go up to them and introduce yourself or it's a private intro where you uh, um, go in one by one, introduce yourself, you tell them a little bit about your services. So you go, oh, I offer a standard service, yeah. you know, massage, all on you, sex. Yeah. That's it. Like that's standard. That's the standard. Yeah. In and out. I should just call that marriage. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> marriage service. <laughs> I used marriage. to describe it something similarly. <laughs> it wasn't like girlfriend service. It was like ten yeah, no, year relationship service. Yeah, like. yeah. That's that's. Uh, so we have the, uh, the 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 base package is Can the, the marriage service. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what does that include? Not much. Yeah. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> that's okay. 
Yeah. And then what, what, what are the – tell me – Okay. Yeah, so anyway, you tell them your services and they'll pick their girl. They'll go up to the maitre d', the person behind the counter that's madam. doing all of that. Yeah. I suppose it would be a madam back in the old days. Yeah, most of the time. Sometimes it's dudes though. We used to have – I've had a lot of clubs where it's dudes. Okay. Yeah. so It's really nice actually having a guy as the receptionist for some reason. Guys really respect that and they sort of feel like – Oh. Because there's another guy protecting the girls that are supporting them and like really like that's like interesting. Yeah, I remember one of our guys that used to do the reception. Like if a rude guy came in and he was a little bit funny about it or he said something off, he'd pull him up straight away and be like, you know, I'm going to send the ladies in once you've calmed down. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we we use proper language here, and they would be like, oh, okay, like this is legit. Yep, yep. Whereas when the when we had females on, women on during the desk hours, they they didn't really respect that kind of thing. It was more like, oh, she's attacking me, quick attack back. Ah, uh, right, you know? right, right, yep. So I did find that in my experience, having dudes at the desk was a little bit better. Yeah. Ensured a little bit more of our safety. And we do, like, sorry, but you'd, you'd escort in a particular place or... Th- yeah, so there's you do calls and stuff like that as well? Um, depends what brothel you're at. Yeah. Some brothels do do outcalls and that sort of thing. But yeah. That's up just, to the It's place. just up to yeah. them. Yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, so if you get picked, you go up to the room. And the first thing you do is that they pull their pants down. You either have gloves on or hand sanitizer, whatever that you want. I used to always wear gloves just in case. Seen some pretty... Top stuff. Yeah, I could imagine. So I'd get them to stand there in the light, turn every single light on in the room so it's blaring brightness. Mm. And then we just check. Yeah. Like a visual check. Because most things that you can catch forever are visual. Yes. Yeah. If you yep. can see it, yeah, it's it a thing. stays with you. Yeah, yeah, copy that. For life. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, righto. Okay. Mm. Obviously, I've been to a lot of brothels because I didn't. I didn't <laughs> know that. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's, so a, it's a weird thing. Isn't it? Like, yeah, I'm just coming here to get my rocks off, and that means I'm standing yeah. in there, and it's just like bright lights, like up at the doctor's office, and yeah, she was going, yeah, no, that's all right. It's a good thing to do because it ensures your 100%. safety. It lets you know that she's interested in her safety and that she does take care of her own yes. health. And on top of that, like your health is being taken care of as well because if we do so happen to spot something we could be like look you know i'm not a doctor or anything but this looks like yeah. this this is the training i've had and you know what if you're a dude you should take that advice because yeah i've seen yeah. a lot of them we can do an alternative <laughs> service like i can masturbate you with gloves or whatever yeah. you want to do like girls do their own thing yeah and probably go to the doctors with that yeah but, you know it's we're pretty chill we've seen it so many times and yeah. it just depends on what it is yeah do you um is there a point where they have to come in with a health certificate or some shit? No. Or it's just, it's more of like, okay, no, let's see what we've got looking thing. at it. Yeah. Because yeah. in the end, that's just part of a process. Like, you're still going to be tarped up. Yeah. Like, they're still going to be wearing condoms and, and still using protection. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking... Like, for me personally, I didn't offer any, like, fluid contact services. Yeah. So, like, kissing for me was off the books as well. Yep. Just because you'd be surprised how many things you can catch just by mouth to mouth. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's the, there's a reason why they give you those little protective pads for um, first aid. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. When, for when you, if you're doing CPR or something like that. Because there is some shit you yeah, can 100%. catch. Yeah. Um, Just because we're. And here's the, here's the you know. you know here's the fucking thing right. Yeah. If you're a dude, 
you should be worried about that too. Oh, because know. if you're going to an escort that does this for a living, yeah, right, you should be caring about like, you know, you can have going fun, through, but you, know. you can have fun, but you want to do the right things, you know. If you don't Your want to be mashed, mac- fall off if you do the wrong things. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I went to, um, yeah, I went to Malaysia when I was a long time ago and was in the army, and they um, we had a a lot of induction training, and the doctor over there. You know the medical doctor. <laughs> He'd be like, he was funny as fuck, but he just came in there and go, "You don't want your dick to fall off. You'll make sure you wear condom." You know, <laughs> so that's the worst no Asian accent I've ever done. But <laughs> and, and it was hilarious. It was yeah, what was Accurate. his name? I can't. It's and he's like, good. "If you get drippy dick, you're gonna have a bad day. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be bad. So don't get drippy dick because I'll find it, and then oh. you know we'll have to t- and then, and because I was I was over there as a medic, so drippy dick's gone, on, right? Yeah yeah, 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 and then um, that evil strain. Yeah, there's yeah. just all of that. And look, guys, this I got some dudes who who got. Uh, well, what's the the regulines? Chlamydia, I think, it's the fairly run of the mill mm. sort of one that can be treated. Syphilis, that's bad. I remember walking General into a room bad. once. I had to do a secondary for a girl, right? So this is like a what backup that, scenario. So a if secondary. she's not quite sure, or she's new to the industry, or Whatever. Yeah. She just wants a secondary opinion. It's usually as backup. Okay. And this isn't anything against you guys. It's just to make sure. Yeah. Sometimes when you, sometimes this, sometimes that, like it's just to make sure. Protects everyone. It's good. I like it. This girl called me in for a secondary. I walked into this room. She's sitting on the bed sort of waiting for me to come up there. And he's just standing there awkwardly with his pants down. <laughs> like, as you do. As you do. You know, whatever. <laughs> I walk in, smelt the room, walk straight back out. I knew exactly what it was, and it was gonna. Uh, yeah, and I was it had like, the smell. you don't even need to. No, you don't even need to secondary that one. It's all good. Okay, I see what you're saying. Secondary, yeah. like, hey, I'm looking at this. I'm not really I'm sure. I'm not sure if Can it is or out? isn't. Yeah, right. or like, you know, I've had a long shift. Can you just come up here and check it for me? I feel like if I had a. Uh, if I was running a place like that, yeah, I would have a separate room for that. Like I would actually yeah. screen that shit so the girls didn't have right to do to it. To the room, absolutely. Yeah. It would be like I'd have one idea, of the, the, the girls that you know maybe wasn't was an off night or just something or Jesus Christ, I would have a nurse, a qualified nurse. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. Because these these things these places turn over massive amount of money. Oh yeah. You got I can have a qualified nurse that's on deck. On deck, not dick, um, <laughs> in the room, and just go. All right, no worries. Thanks for coming in. Hey, we're gonna send you through, you know, to to pick the this girls. Is Trisha, yeah, and you can do all those things. If you penis. go to that room, and then you you know you're like, all right, what do you like? You meet the girls and whatever else. Okay, yeah. now you're gonna come to this room, okay? And we're just gonna do a quick check, make sure everything's squared away. Just quick sexual history, whatever. Now, yeah. that is a nurse, and yeah. I know when dudes like even when they're seeing me when I was a medic. They change. They're like, all right, no worries. This is serious shit, you mm. know? And they're like, oh, you know, if she's just doing a health check, this is for you, not for whatever else. So, yes, yeah. it's protect our girls, but, you know. So, yeah, pull that shit down. Take that separation. Now, and that all happens there. Yeah. So that when, when the, and that's, you know, so when a dude goes to a room, he's like, all right, good, I'm, I'm good. Now I can, like, enjoy myself. Oh, sweet. And yeah. I don't, and then the girls don't have to deal with that shit anymore. Mm. That's a good idea, actually. You know what I mean? That's because yeah. that's like, 
You'd have to worry about size then as well, though. Size? There has been instances where guys have been refused based on size. Based on size? Yeah. Not I've never had that problem. Not the small <laughs> section. We're yeah. talking about you big horses. Oh. Yeah. Like JB over there. He's a fucking solid tripod, that bloke. We had one little no, basket of condoms that were like the huge, huge ones. Yeah. Yeah. And they were barely ever get touched. And they're like, because they were in the room where all the girls are um, at one place that I was working at, yeah. you used to have to walk down. It was so shameful because you'd walk down and you'd pick out these condoms. <laughs> <laughs> so they know straight away, like, what size you're dealing with up there. Okay. So, like... We used to do it all the time, especially if a girl got a really hot dude, we'd be waiting for it, right? Yeah. And it was so funny. We'd all be like placing our bets straight away, like oh, small, medium, no, large, extra large, extra, extra large, <laughs> you know, extra small. All of our bets would be placed. Sorry, have by you got that written down walk. somewhere? Yeah. Can you just go? <laughs> I just want to see where JB fits in. That's, mm. that's like <laughs> I'm pretty sure it says it on the condom packets, like the mill. Range. Uh, oh, I don't know. I, You'd uh, have to get a measuring tape out and just give it a go. But I think put it's it into Google. Go, Jamie. What? I oh, know the condoms. They definitely tell you what uh, the lengths are, mate. They even put yeah. a measuring tape in there. These really? Days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Four Seasons. Yeah. Yep. Four Seasons. So, measuring yeah. tape. Yep, they put a little measuring tape, and you know the extra couple. It only goes up to loop. fifteen. Plus. <laughs> yeah, only fifteen, but you know, fifteen what? Fifteen inches? Centimeters. <laughs> oh. Look, do they sell them at Woolies? Mm. Yes. Jesus Christ. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> one moment. Just one do, moment. Do, do, ding, do, ding, do, ding, ding, ding. So, hi, JB. How are you? Is church yeah, going to no. be long? So, we'd place our bets and we'd wait for them to come down and we'd be like, oh, yes, I got it. Yeah. But every now and then a girl would come downstairs and um, she'd pick out that really, really big condom and we'd all be like, oh, you're going yeah, home like after she this. She was one. going in the smoking area for at least two hours after this. Oh. It was an hour booking. We know what's happening. It's getting. Poor girl. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I've, I've I said once, once, no, based on size. Yeah. Yeah. How do they take it? Um, Is he, it disappointing because I guess they get that a lot? He genuinely had no idea. Like, when I say no idea, he. Like, genuinely didn't realise it was big. He thought it was average. This thing flopped out of his pants like a flagpole. (laughs) (laughs) Flapping in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it... You know, yeah, audibly, no, you, you can hear it. Yeah, the no, energy I, from this. Di- anyway, it's just sort of me walking to the shower. Yeah, I, I get. The, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we and <laughs> he's standing there, and it's just like, holy fuck! Uh, what? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like, just to do the health check, it's going to take me like five minutes to scan over your whole fucking penis. <laughs> can we calm down? Where did you fit that? I didn't see it when you walked in. Like, surely. And he was just fucking huge. And he was like, what's the problem? Is there something wrong with my penis? Have I got something on there? And I was like, no, no, no. It's it's just really big. I'm showing him. I was yeah. like, it's really big. And he's like, no, it's like normal size. I'm like, what's normal size to you? And he's like, pointed at his dick. I'm like, that's not, no. 
we, we don't even have condoms that large. Like, we physically don't supply stock for your penis. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so hard explaining this to him because I'm pretty sure he was, um, like, he could speak French, but he had darker skin. Oh, oh, God yeah. knows where he was, but... Some Mediterranean. Yeah, something pretty, though. He was very pretty. Very pretty. But this thing, man. (laughs) And and you said, sorry, mate, that's not happening. I was like, look, I can ask the girls and see if anyone can service you, like if they can fit something on the end or like if you want to do an alternative. He didn't really understand very well, so it was hard to deal. Um, I ran downstairs and I've asked our manager, like, do we have anything bigger? And he was like, yeah, actually we do. We have like four that are sitting to the side that are a little bit bigger if they fit. Yeah. So I went out the back and I'm asking all the girls, I'm like, all right, girls, like... Where do we get the garbage bags? this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, that's what it is. They were black. Yeah. Right? The they were seriously black. were black. So like, like, like when a tattooist puts like black fucking gloves on when they're tattooing you. Like really? It was huge. Like two Coke cans on a fucking... Anyway, finally, we... Um, one of the girls had just finished a booking. She was like, yeah, fuck it. It was a big dick anyway. He won't know the difference. It's still going to be good. Yeah. You know, like, no recovery time. Let's just get this done. And she went upstairs and, like, apparently they got along swimmingly and it was a good session for him. But, yeah, I, c- I just couldn't. No. Nah. No. Nah. Fair enough. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I, you know, to be honest, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't want to have that problem. Like, yeah. you know, oh, I wouldn't want to have that. Yeah. To, to be... You know, when it's just like, Jesus fucking Christ, look at the side of that. Like, mm. I'm not going to, we're going to have to take this really, really slow and I'm not going to, like, I'm just not going to enjoy that as much because it's just fucking seriously too big. Yeah, like, I it would, I, it would suck for the dude to yeah. have that. So, you know, JB, I'm sorry, man. Having an extra seat. <laughs> but, um, yeah. <laughs> no, it's good though. <laughs> Yeah. There's been some wonderful experiences though. Yeah. And like uh, if I didn't have the experiences that I did in both stripping, showgirls, that sort of thing, and then the escorting, I don't think there's no way I'd be the person that I am now. Yeah. Yeah. No fucking way. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we're the product of you know, of, of all of those experiences and all mm. that shit, but you know, it's yeah, it's certainly it. Well, it's unique, mm. but it's it's not that unique. Like it's unique because people don't talk about it. Yeah, it right? would be very Humphrey if everyone just talked about it. Yeah, like normal. So, how about this though? It wouldn't be. It wouldn't. Be, it's. It wouldn't be that unique. It w- <laughs> Take the money out of it. Mm. What do you got? You got Awkward you, sex. you've. <laughs> Awkward sex. Yeah. So you've got normal sex. Like you've Awkward got, one generally stands, speaking, yeah. But with a check. With a check, right? So, yeah. But you take the money out of it and you take the you know the thing out of it and, and whatever else. Like in the end, that's what you've got is a bit of a crazy one-night stand. You meet yeah. some dude at the pub. You don't fucking know his name. It was like, well, she, you know, he doesn't know you. And, and then you have some, you know, weird, you know. And well, it's not even drunk sex, is it? I mean, no. they might be drunk. Yeah, they might be. But then most of the time, depending on the dude, if the dude's drunk... They're not going to – nothing's going to be happening. Oh, sometimes. Sometimes. It depends on the, the dude. The Irish are pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They're a bit of a legend. Okay. Yeah. Irish dudes can just bang More away. often than not, they just like – what? <laughs> like years of drinking have just made you okay with it. Yeah, right. It doesn't right. affect them. No. 
more often than not, just like just go. Yeah. Imagine Conor McGregor. That motherfucker can fight Jesus. and fuck. Jesus Christ. Scary. Well, except his last fight, he kind of got fucked up, but... My ovaries shriveled a little. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, they did kind of shrivel a little. What do you think it was? Because it was just the other day that I watched, like, one of his um one of his things. Josh was showing me. The UFC. And I was like, God damn, that's a hard hit. Like, oh, yeah. And then you God, said that, that and I'm like... Fight. Yeah. That's a big thrust. I don't possess... <laughs> <laughs> I don't possess to know anything about uh, uh, you know about UFC and whatever else. I'll leave that to the professionals. Thighs. But he's got some really muscly. He's just all round. He's but the, the thing about this dude is just he can fight, mm. and he's not just the Irishman is like mm. going to fuck you up in the pub. Like mm. he'll kill somebody. Yeah, he's, he will he's kill. A class, you. He's a classified weapon. Yes. Really. like if something was to happen, he'd be charged as yeah. a weapon, wouldn't he? Yeah, I don't know if I, they I, weren't. That'd be great. I don't know. I, d- I mean, I know Rogan loves, you know, and people like him love talking about that guy and how... He could flick you and knock you out. Yeah. and But just how, like, what he does off, out of the ring as well. Mm. You know, so some of these psychological battles and, you know, with people he's going to fight mm. and um, the shit talking and the whatever else. Like, he's actually pretty bright in a lot of, you know, so... And I'm pretty sure he's married with a kid, a couple of kids. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's That's just cool maybe, though. but see, maybe this is the thing. Like when he can you when he rocks up kids? to fight, that'd yeah. be so cute. Like the guy that's in the ring there doing his thing. Mm. That's one dude, and that's the dude that everybody sees, right? Mm. And then there's the guy that you know goes to weddings and funerals and PTA meetings and you know whatever else. Childcare, like childcare, and everybody. Can well, you pro- imagine that? Well, he's probably got a nanny, but yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, like then there's that guy, right? So then in your line of work. You've got that line of work, mm. so then that, that's the person you are in that line of work, and that's what you mm. do. And then outside of that, you just it's fucking very different. Yeah, yeah. you very go to different. you go to you know Sunday brunches, and you catch up with family, and you go to and weddings and funerals, and you do all these oh, things. The biggest thing about media and the way that they portray like the stripper and the escort, it's it's fascinating to me that they always have this vision of like the set type of woman and like what she would look like and then what kind of issues does she have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And it's so baffling to me because like these, w- over my years and meeting all these women, I've had a, plenty of really good friends and yeah, okay, occasionally there is that stereotype in there. I'm not yes, going to lie, it not, is in there. 100%. Definitely. Chances are there's going to, it's going to be one. Yeah. Like, Chances are there's people there with, with girls there with... whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I'll tell you what, it's no different to anyone in your friends group. No. Like that person who's a little bit strange or that person who's a little bit OCD or... Or a little bit shy. Yeah. Or a little bit know? broken. Um, or a lot broken. Yeah. yeah. Or that really exotic chick that's like, you know, the white skin and she's real goth and, yeah. you know, out... <laughs> you know, yeah. the e-girls? Yeah. Yeah. Like anything, there's just and yeah, you're not necessarily broken. You're just attention seeking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? I mean, are you <laughs> me? <laughs> Wait, who are we talking about? Who's no, no, attention? Well, the the, uh, the the what the you know the goth or the yeah the, the, yeah like you know, whatever whatever issues well, you the one come that's with. Flicking the hair around, it's and the like, same you know, thing as your friends group. They all have their yeah. things, and it's the same thing. Everyone has their thing. Yeah, but the myriad of like, the people that I've met, it's just, 
like more often than not, they're pretty fucking normal. Yes. Like really average. They're your, you know, nurses. Yes. They're your they, they dual, dual role. They yeah. do this shit on the side. Fuck it up. They're your therapists. Yeah. Like there's some real, like up there, especially these days. These days it seems to be, well, not recently. Recently there's been a new change in the industry that I've noticed, but through my age in the industry, and I was towards the end of an era, um, it was a lot of women who were in that state of, I'm going to use this money to get degree after degree after degree after degree. And I'm going to do that as my week job, yeah. but I'm going to do this as my weekend job. Yeah. So they are. They're in positions of power. They're in, you know, higher up positions that you would never have guessed. Yeah, yeah well, it's just smart. Like this woman I've could found be sitting edge. across from you in a, you know, mm. courtroom one day. Yeah. And you wouldn't have a clue unless you'd seen him before. Unless you'd seen him, yeah. yeah. But, but even then, so you, there's no way that would come out in that moment. Yeah. And so, and I and I guarantee you, like, all right. So go up to that woman and tell them that they're broken or what they're doing is wrong or what they're, mm. you know, like it's like fuck There's off. Some really, you're upset with me because I found an edge, yeah, to get ahead in this life to actually exactly. do what I need to do, like. And like you said before, consent. Mm. Definitely, it's, all, it's just all about consent. If you, if you are consent, consent yeah. if you are consenting to that, these are where like. You get to draw the line. You get to say, oh, these are the services I'm going to provide. And if it's the standard marriage service, then that's what I'm going to do. It's still going to make money. Popsicle. <laughs> yeah. But if you're going to go to the she's ice cold golden she's shower and anal and, uh, uh, you know, wearing diapers or whatever. Straps, bondage. Strap, bondage, the teacups. whole thing. What? what? Teacups. What's a teacup? Oh, God. So... Send it. Tell me. I yes used to, tell okay, I think I told you. Do you know what this is? He's nodding. He's going, yeah, teacups, yeah. No, no, no. no. This is literally the teacup. I used to have a very beautiful guy come in, yeah. walk me for an hour, and he'd bring in his grandmother's teacup. <gasps> he'd sit on, what can I do? <laughs> sit on all fours on the ground, and yeah. I'd spank him, right, with my tools. Of pleasure. Uh-huh. I'd spank him and he would masturbate into his grandmother's teacup. Oh. And then he'd drink it at the end. And that was just him. Very sweet dude. Really nice Very guy. normal. Yeah. Very normal. Like, <laughs> very... He was a Tom. Like... Yeah. Oh, hi, Thomas. Hello, John. That yeah. sort of dude. Very <laughs> Hello, Bert. Ba- hi, Ernie. Hey, Ernie. <laughs> very basic. And, like, yeah. I that was him. Uh, like the first time I ever heard this, I was like, "This is going to be interesting and weird." Did it, and I was like, "This was really like," and that's the thing. I think a lot of people, if they just communicated these things to each other, I think they'd realize a lot about it is just. It's it's not even weird after no. a period of time. It's just like, oh, okay. Look, and well I'm then. I'm an open-minded guy. If 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 you want to jerk off into your I'm sure he can find team. a girlfriend out there that will that's, do that for him. Yeah, and that, but let's face it, that's is that as weird as it's going to get? Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, it, there's weirder things. Because I've met, like, you know, I don't know. Like, just a, a, a mate of mine, a mate of mine. I don't really talk to them much anymore. But you know, she, uh, someone I met along the way, and you know, she was telling me same thing. She was a stripper. Started doing some uh, 
um, escort work and, you know, and I know we, we spoke about this the other day, but she said, um, you know, two of the jobs that came to mind. One was that she went to, she was hired by a woman, by the, the wife. Mm, and yeah. her husband was um, incapacitated, you know, wheelchair ridden and yeah. maybe it had a stroke. Was still basically with it, but had some issues and running a little bit off with the family, right? Yeah, and so she needed to um, have some time because she was a sole carer. Yeah, that's a hard. That's a lot of. That's a lot of. Yeah, and so she, you know, she said to, she said to my mate, she goes, "Um, "Listen, once a week, it's when you come around to the house for three hours while I go out and have lunch with the girls and whatever else, and I just want you to um, wear." sexy lingerie, and just clean the fucking house, mm. right? And she says, house is clean. I don't even care if you don't clean. Mm. You know, just walk around with a dust brush, have a conversation. Well, enjoy yourself. Yeah, right? watch yeah. a bit of you're telly while you're just, just – and she just said chill. all these things, like just chill and make sure that you're around and just give him a pat on the cheek and whatever else. That have was presents. it. presents. And she's paid, paid like fuck loads of money. I don't know what it mm. was. It doesn't matter. It was a lot. That's pretty cool you know? though and it's really interesting. It's like. It's – which was bringing me back to a point that I was going to raise before was that yeah. escorting, you know, everybody just thinks, oh, it's just because a dude wants a route. There is those dudes. And that's of fine. course there is. And yeah. let's w- let's just throw it out there. It's like 50%, yeah. 60%, whatever. Everybody, oh, I just want a route. Good yeah. for you. Well done, champ. Mm. But how I want to know, I'd love to know what the percentage is of dudes that just, I know Dudes who go just go there to talk. They end up, they they pay for their hour. So many, and they just want to be heard, want to talk, want to have that mm-hmm. female connection, want to be held, cuddled. They want to be touched. Yeah, and it's not even in a sexual way. They just want to like have their hand held or sit close to you or cuddle. Yeah, oh my God, cuddling is the biggest thing. Yeah, like I'm not surprised. There's an industry. I think it's in Melbourne, Cuddle Buddy or something. Have Google a look it. at that. Jamie. Yeah. What and are you they, on now? And they pay like $80, $90 an hour just for people to go around and cuddle. Like, where are we in the world when that becomes an industry? Well, you know? it's, it's a... Especially, yeah. Well, but I think that, that, that I mean, look, that's probably al- it's, always it's been there. Yeah. It's just now somebody worked out how to market it, it. Or yeah. profit of it. Or, or, or provide a service. See... <laughs> Without the licensing. Yeah. We all talk about the profit profiting and yeah, whatever else. Yeah. Like that... Yes, there's a mad, mad amount there's of money. There's an emotional profit as well. 100%. Yeah. You know, like, I... It's like growth. I have a, you know, uh, or I'll just I'll just say I have a friend and, um, you know, he's, uh, you know, he, he has he has a job and he dro- he can drive a car and he's whatever mm. else. He's, he's slow, mm. right? He's slow because when he was a kid he fell through a glass window and he, he lost a lot of blood and I think... That's what happened was he got brain damage from the loss of blood. Oh. Okay, so it's not that he's got Asperger's or, or – or, which isn't slow. Just a bit but of brain you know damage I mean? bad. from like what happened. Yeah, it's just yeah. that, that um, a, a hyperoxygenation has yeah. caused some brain damage. So a little bit of learning difficulty. Now, this guy can learn. You know, he's a good guy. I mean, I was going to say good kid, but he's a good guy. You know, drives a car really well. Um, you know, he's very safe. He goes to work. He just doesn't talk much. Yeah. And he just, you know, and his mum one time said to me, she goes, look, you know, he needs a bloody girlfriend or, you know, something. He needs to get out of the house. And Does he do? Like, 
Well, no, he doesn't socialise because it's all it's probably too hard and, and whatever else. So he just does his thing and I don't really know. I'm not that close with him. Mm. But, you know, his mum said to me one day, he goes, look, I, I've thought about, you know, getting an escort so that he can at least have his first sexual mm. interaction. Yeah. And so that, you know, and I was like, it's a really good idea. That's happened a lot as well. Yeah, it's probably it's a good idea. Now, mm. you know, people might get... Up in arms about well the whole consent works both ways you know it's mm. like hi here's a you know here's a Sheila mm. that I paid for you can have yeah. sex now it's like wait what yeah. like so you need to now I'd, as far as I'm aware it never happened that never happened but yeah. she would considered it and there's a guy called Richard Feidler who does conversations on ABC mm. he used to be one of the Doug Anthony All Stars right he's a wicked dude I don't know I've never met him but I used to listen to his conversations all the time. He had a conversation with a lady who specialised in serve in in the service for um, really really disabled people. Yeah, and 100%. she talked. I was so fascinated yeah. by this. She talked like a nurse. Yeah, she was just beautiful. Oh, you just tell in her voice. She cared so deeply. It's, yeah, for these for these people it's really that she beautiful. was hired to to go and see, and, and she would totally spend time. Experience. Yeah, Richard Feidler conversations. I I, I can't yeah. remember her name. Um, but she specialised in in sexual service for for um, heavily disabled people. Yeah. It's and, um, so much more. Um, I really, I really, I give it to her. Yeah, I give it to every single person that provides that service. Yeah, I've done it a few times, and it's it's a whole nother level. Yeah, a whole different world. Yeah. There's so many more things that you have to consider, and these people. There is the emotional connection. There's, yeah. It's just you. You have to be raw. You have to be you because yeah. that's what matters to them. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's what's real for them. Yeah. <sighs> so different. Yeah, and, and they're, not, they're never – it's just something they're never going to get a, anywhere else, you would think. I mean, it's just so it's so difficult harder, for them yeah. because it, no matter you know, how the disabled they are, they're mm. still – like, you don't know how that it's brain's it. ticking inside them. Like, they're so – this like one of us are. It still comes back down to communication. Yes. I mean, if so many people were open to the conversation, they just ask people. Yeah. Like, hey, dude, hey. like, what are you, what do you what want? What are you into? So, but then, you know, let's know say you're, you're heavily disabled. Like, how, how do you have that conversation with somebody? Well, how do they communicate? don't know. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Remember Steady Eddie? Do you remember Steady Eddie? Steady Eddie had uh, pretty short spinal bifida. Mm-hmm. Or MS. Spinal bifida. Steady Eddie. I looked him up the other day. He's still alive. He was like a stand-up comedian in like the 90s. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he um, he was so funny. He had a, this bit about... Um, <laughs> he goes, um, he said, we're all disabled and they send us out. I'll try not to do the voice. But, you know, they send <laughs> us out in the... In the uh, in the community, like try to blend in with the community, yeah. and he said, "So we all get in a bus, and the bus has got in big, big black bold letters down the side, Minda, <laughs> you know." It's like we're just a fucking bus full of spastics driving around town, trying to keep a low profile, you know. Yeah. And it's fucking hilarious, like. That's so. And good. there's this, you know, this beautiful dude, Steady Eddie, and you know, be up there shaking. I think, yeah, the name pa- is ringing Did a bell now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, obviously, Steady Eddie, uh, Christopher Widows. Okay, is, is the guy's name, and obviously had cerebral palsy. Cerebral palsy, right, right. Built off um, his disability, and that's where a lot of his comedy came from. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Is he still kicking? Yes, he is. Fair dingham. Wow. See? That's so dis- some disability, like spinal bifida, it, it's not, a, you know, not, ne- not, not necessarily a death sentence, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, but and now he probably he probably pulled a fair bit of pussy, um, you know, doing oh, comedy, man, right? For sure. I bet he did fine. Jackson would know. still be like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh so much. I didn't, you know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. Yeah. So you had a couple of um, uh, you did a couple of those. Did you know about those you know, special cases beforehand? Or yeah, yeah, and yeah. and so usually they call ahead in a like. If they haven't been there before, they tend to call ahead and ask if we've got the facilities to provide for them. Yep. So whether we've got an access ramp or a elevator or whatever yep. it may be. Yeah, okay. Like we used to have a room um, downstairs at one of the places I worked at and that was a room set aside specifically for that. Yeah. So most of the time the girls would just chill in there and have a nap and that sort of thing. But yeah. it was there. For, F- for that, for yeah. that purpose. Yeah. Yeah, right. It was a beautiful room too. Yeah. What we had like a special spa bath in there and everything, yeah, specifically designed for handicapped people. Yeah, right. So they could get in and have a spa bath. Have a spa bath with sexy girls. Those sort of things. I want to do that. Basic things. It's so much fun. It is. Everybody thinks that it's just it's about the sex, and you know what? Like, oh man, that is like if 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 it is, that's the last bit. Yeah. Right. I mean, maybe not for the fifty or sixty percent, you yeah. know. And then for me, I'm like, why are you blowing? You're like, why are you wasting your money? Just go and jerk off or something. I don't yeah. know. Whatever, each to their own. But yeah. it's about an experience, right? Yeah. You know, mm. it's about that whole thing. It's like why people pay extra money to go to a nice restaurant. Yeah. Where you get a white table and well, maybe yeah, sure, the food definitely, certainly the way it's presented, the way it's brought so out to you, it's the it's food. Yeah. <laughs> It's the whole thing of it—a nice wine list. It's somebody tending to your it in table, the right way. yes, and being very much. Oh, yeah. This is a vintage uh, seventeen sixty-eight undertones of oak <laughs> and cedar wood and Indonesian driftwood. I love the places that don't even have specials. They're like just that, that that type of stuff where they like have a set menu and they go, and this is da 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 da. Yeah. This is your next one. This is our palate cleanser. This is this. This, yeah. this dessert. There's three desserts. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, holy fuck, you know, like, yeah. there's this whole thing now. And if you're, you know, if you're a bogan that's decided to spend a couple of hundred on Ooh, dinner, yeah, right, mm. you're just sitting there going, yeah, yeah, I don't fucking know what it is. <laughs> the taste, all right. And you're like, how much fucking cutlery you want? Yeah. Well, like, Jesus Christ, I only eat one fork, you yeah. know. And then they're like, a basic etiquette. Well, you start from the outside, sir, oh. and you wa- work. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah that's all right. Three desserts. Well, can you stick them all on one plate, and I'll take it to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it gets a little bit like that. Hey? Yeah. Because you're just like, this is. Because I, I mean, I fucking so love red wine. I really love red yeah, wine. Yeah. I, I love it, and I love good scotch. Um. But I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know what the tastes are. I'm trying to learn. Okay. Mm. Trying to learn what a taste is if it has undertones of blackcurrant and cinnamon. And okay, I I know what those are, you know. I had to look look up the word tannins. I didn't know what tannins meant. It has uh, dry lingering tannins, you know. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Well then. And so I'd have a a, a nice red. Yeah. And then afterwards I'd be like, God, my mouth's all dry. Mm. And then it's like, yes, that's, oh, that's the tannin, sir. Like, oh, so it sucks all the moisture out of your tongue and your mouth, and you're there, like, oh, yes, yeah, good drop. 
That's the tannins. Dry as a motherfucker tannins. That's what it should say. But the tannins is the after lingering, whatever. Or soft on the palate. Stop dribbling shit all over me, computer, you fucked hard. (laughs) (laughs) JB's just ruining my shit. Knob scoop. Knob (laughs) scoop. Fucking knob scoop. I am the dominant male. (laughs) I wish we could turn that camera around because his head's sitting next to an arse. Oh, it's so pretty though. It's such a beautiful poster, isn't it? Hello, white bottle. For those, um, if you're Not watching, thing. if you go to uh, uh, episode three with Caroline, you'll see uh, we had the room set up a bit different and I was Don't sitting. they flick their shit like hippos too, sorry. Yeah, with their tail. <laughs> they just whip that shit around. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful photo. I took it myself before I shot it. <laughs> Did you? I can't back that up, no. Oh. <laughs> shot the poster. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> just, just fucking <laughs> with the twenty-two. Oh, what is going on there? It's got a fucking something going on there. As you tell, there's a bit of a duda. Yeah, yeah, duda. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I got spit sidetracked over there. Peekaboo. <laughs> Peekaboo. Hello, I'm still here. I'm your no, guest. I was, yeah. I was watching it earlier, actually. So for four years. Um. Yeah. Right. Do you, are you still doing it? Or you? No. No. Not at the moment. No. I kind of stopped just before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. COVID and must have fucked every – like it, it oh really man. had – do you want to talk about some of that? Because, oh. yeah. It, it really did. So, like I had stopped escorting just before that. I was kind of kind of needing a break, you know, one of those moments. Yeah. Fair For enough. some reason there was just a heap of guys coming up out of the bushes that were just really bad. They just had no etiquette, no message etiquette, nothing. Anyway. Yeah. Bad. And um, I was like, I've had enough time for a break. The universe is saying, like, let's cool it down. Yeah. And um, I had a couple of shows with one of the agencies up here. I had some work with them. And we literally just got a message saying clubs are closed, everything's closed. We have nothing for you. March last year? Yeah. Somewhere around there? Yeah. Like, literally just a message saying you're on your own. Yeah. Essentially. Because there's sort of two so ways of doing this, right? You can, yeah. you can, um, basically, an a, a, an agency can uh, have all your details, mm. and then someone calls the agency, hey, we want a uh, we want a show, a strip yeah, show, a triple X show, or whatever. Or yeah. Otherwise, you basically you're on your own. You can still do that, but you have to uh, essentially market that yourself, or word mm. of mouth says, oh yeah, I've got this. Uh, you yeah. know, here we got D's name, uh, we got D's number. Um, you know, we can set this up. Yeah. And then they know some people, so we can set that up. Well, it's like me. Like, I'm with, like, four or five different agencies. Okay. And they're based around Australia. And, like, whenever they get a call or whatever, they just – they pick you from pictures. Yeah. And then that's it. Okay. Mm. This is for the et- for escort work or uh, for, for both? Stripping. For, for stripping. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because escort work can be the same in a roundabout sort of way. There can be mm. an online thing and you basically – Yeah, you have your online profile. Work as a free agent. Yeah. And what, what, I mean, if you're not from town, you'll see them in a – you'll find somewhere to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Like a brothel or whatever. Yeah. There well, are the same thing in a brothel. What are you – essentially the same. Like there's the strip club and the brothel. Yeah. And then you have the agency, which is like um, stripper agencies that are no overhead sort of thing, like no club or anything like that involved, but it's just there. And yeah. you work with that agency. Same way that strippers do. Yeah. Strippers and ex- escorts. And then you have the private industry or freelance industry. And that's the other extreme. 
Okay. Mm. Yeah. So you're doing all of your own overheads. Yeah. You're advertising yourself. You're promoting yourself. You're getting your own posters, photo shoots, that sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. Seems like a lot of fucking hard work. <laughs> oh, it's. <laughs> I mean, if you want to do something, it can be draining, especially yeah. if you're doing it right. Like, you know, you're doing it right when you're actually doing like full on weeks of work. Yeah. Like days. Like yeah, you're getting paid, but man, like there's some other shit that goes on. Like, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that goes on. Mm. Like my house sometimes, <laughs> there'd be just buckets with like dildos in them and like for shows, for shows. <laughs> and she looks at JB like that's how I for normally shows live. JB naked with toys everywhere. <laughs> no, and like boots and stuff, air drying out on the back veranda and like heels there, underwear here. A bit of a costume there, some fucking random pom poms for a cheerleader outfit, just randomly there. It's basically JB's Water bedroom. Pistol. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like there's hair foam. Like, why did why does she have hair foam with the dildos? What's going? You know. Yeah, yeah. If you were to look at that as an outsider and not know what's going on, you'd, you'd be yeah, very like confused. Doing some freaky fucking shit. But that's what it looks like sometimes yeah. because you literally show after show after show when you're busy and yeah. you just you throw your shit and you go pick up the more co- like more costumes and just go again. Yeah. Mm. When like you go snakes. to these shows, like um, you know, do you do you get driven? Do you do you have yeah yeah yeah? Uh, some I security have a driver. yeah mm. yeah. I prefer to because, like I said before, uh, yeah, the psychology uh, of man. It's like. If I have a man with me, it shows that a man cares about me and my well-being. Yeah. And for some reason, I just don't get dudes fucking with me as often as I do if I don't have a dude. Uh, unfortunately, being a dude and just knowing how dudes are, yeah, yeah it's, there's so always that one fucking moron. Oh, she's know. got a dude. Okay, like she's. Oh yeah, you know, you, you protected. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And he hasn't been drinking or been on drugs, presumably. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, and Preferably. you know, this whole group has. Yeah. Well, I like to think that uh, even within that group, hopefully, there's like there's one or two one. dudes that are like, we just fucking, I just put every last dollar I have into this shit. Don't yeah. fuck it up because. There's always that dude and there's always the dude that is the fuck the, up. That is the fuck up. Yeah. And it's, it's either generally his birthday or bucks or whatever. He's the kind of guy that like when you were going to school, he was that dude. Yeah. And he's, he's never changed. He's yeah, always no. that fuck with. Yeah. He hasn't. He's still got that haircut. He's still <laughs> that shitty tattoo. <laughs> like, no, I'm just Wait, saying. What? Like, no, like I'm talking like Southern Cross star <laughs> tattoos. And, oh, Roger. Yeah. Is he like he got out? someone's name on there. Pardon? Shut up, Joe. Just saying. Is he easy to pick out? Like in that. Look, they're pretty easy to pick out when you're all drunk and they're all together. Because he's the first one to go, and run out. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I see the stripper. Nom, nom, nom. Wait, what? Is there oh, a moment? No, there is because <laughs> we've all got Tell that dude. I know that dude. Yeah. Who is he? Can we hear? <sighs> is he okay? Is he cool? Or is no, he just a well, the bit people, wild? No, well, the people that listen to my podcast are just going to... Well, actually. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's, there's always that dude. It's fucking Mikey. Fuck oh. you, Mikey. But yeah, there, there's always this one dude that's just a f- fucking tool. Mikey. Yeah. We don't talk to Mikey anymore. He does. But uh, yeah, there's just that one dude that just freaks out, you know. About oh my God. Is that a vagina? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me wear a G string on my head. 
can I slap her ass? Is it all right if I touch you? And she goes, no. And you just fucking see his hands going there anyway. And you're like, Mikey, don't touch. And then it gets simply, Mikey, no. Stop it. Stop it, Mikey. Uh, And then it's go now. Yeah. Shoo. I don't know, man. I'm not sure it was ever, ever like all that way, but it was always that guy that just it wanted to, to get totally depression. fucked up, yeah. you know, and just, yeah, I was just like, oh, calm down, mate. You know, is it that competition, that healthy up. male competition? Well, if it is, like it, no, but like sometimes it ends up being, there's two groups, like there's, you know, if you're in competition, but you don't realise you're mm. you're in competition with fucking nobody else because we all grew the fuck up 10 years ago, yeah. right? So you're just banging on like it's fucking... <laughs> Spring break, woo! <laughs> chop, 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 chop! You yeah. Know, woo! Fuck, you know, yeah. smoking fucking lines of coke and just, you know, having a fat it's time. And I'm around. just sitting there going, listen, dude, you know, I don't come down like I used to. I've got to work on Monday. It's like, all right, And this is the last $120 I had in the budget. Yeah. All right? I want to see some tits, Okay. I want to maybe, you know, if you're into I the insertion. I want to be happy with right? this. I want to maybe like, chat to this bird, see what yeah. her fucking life is like, talk, you know, find out what her name is, you know, every now and again, just quickly stare at her tits and then yeah, look back at her. And exactly. That's what I want. That's how I offer her a drink. That's nice. Right? I like that. I want to chat about mm. you. I don't want to see her f- putting a big rubber fist in a, you know, a jingle. Yeah, put the fist in. Yeah. Okay, calm down. Deeper. Deeper. Can you put it in your mouth and then put it out your mouth? Oh, arm? my God, she put it in. Look at her, put it in. Put it in. <laughs> it's so like that, though. Oh, my God, there's yeah. always one. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Maybe somewhere, someone in my past one day is going to bring other. Fuck you, church. You remember that time that you did? And look, and it probably happened. I was probably that guy at one stage when oh, I was look, like everyone has their 18. Oh, look, everyone has their time. You I've know, been that person as well. Yeah. To yourself? With dudes. No. <laughs> oh, no, with dudes. With a dude stripper and then I was like, oh, shit, like I'm doing this. Like yeah. I'm that person. Yeah. <laughs> I had that realisa- realisation in that moment though. Yeah. I was like, fuck, this is weird. Why well, that's actually good. I'm glad and you I brought that up. And I walked myself out and I had a smoke out the front because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> You need this. to check yourself. Yeah, I did. I checked myself. <laughs> yeah. It brings up a good point though. Mm. You know. Because you, you think about strippers and, and um, you know, sex work and whatever else. Mm. Nobody ever thinks about the blokes. Oh, man. Have you met many blokes? I've only I ever met, like, maybe one, two strippers. Mm. And I've never met a male sex worker or, or a male what, gigolo, whatever you want to call it. Male mm. sex worker. I don't think I've ever met one yet. I'm not sure, you but I'm pretty... You pretty don't know. Oh, absolutely. I may have met them and I don't know. <laughs> because I imagine if you're a good one... Yeah, yeah. You don't advertise that shit because you're a professional Look, and you don't want to just go, yeah, man, I've banged chicks for whatever. You're like, actually, no, yeah. like this is a, a legitimate thing for me. Mm. You still have to start somewhere. You still have to advertise in some sense. Yeah. But once again, to be a male stripper <laughs> or, or, or a uh, gigolo or six order, yeah. Just yeah. That's um, the sound of my producer getting fuck-eyed in the <laughs> corner on my 12-year-old scotch. Um, thanks for rocking up on time. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, I feel like that. That you know, you still have to have the same. Like, 
Blokes reckon they can be confident. Like I, I am yeah, a confident yeah. dude. I, I'm, yeah, I'm extremely confident. When I go about my day, my, go about my business. This is why I can do something like this. <laughs> However, yeah, taking my clothes off, yeah, in front of other people when I'm not drunk, sixty <laughs> other people or a hundred other women screaming, yeah. women who are all. Drunk. I don't have that. They all kind don't of care. They just want to see you naked. Yeah, like it's there. Because I will find a reason. Like, I, my my beer gut's way too much, you know. I don't feel like I have the appropriate appendage yeah. that, you know, nobody wants to see. Like, I do not have that kind of confidence. Mm. And I don't know a dude that, that takes, does. That takes time. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never met a dude that just comes straight into the industry and has confidence like that. Yeah. There's no way. It, do you think it's worse for it a bloke than it is for a chick? Or uh, just I different? I think there's a lot more pressure to be fit, to be a certain type. Of, to be, uh, to be uh, quite like masculine. The figure has to be that. Like, like you can't roll out there with a dad bod. Oh, or yeah. can you? You can. Like, I'm sure there's a market for dad bods. I mean, we all love a little bit of chunk every now and then. Hell it's yeah. comfier. It's Fuck nice it. to grab a hold of. Like, leaning nearly I out of his seat. Big thickness, like thick sides and yeah, thick. Like I don't want bony fucking muscles. Like it's weird. I've touched them. Can muscles be bony? Plenty of time. Yeah, they're weird. When they're really, really, when dudes are really, really solid, and you go to lay your head down at night and you hit that big chunky arm, uh-huh. it's like you have to beat it and tenderize it first. Oh, because it's obnoxiously. Rudely hard. It's not comfortable. I love girls, the way you girls said that. Girls want a little him. bit of meat. Like, yeah, okay, be, be like muscly, but like have that thickness. Yeah. Boy, have some thickness. True though. Mm. And there's the dudes like that. that are muscly and it's horrendous. Ugh. JB's actually making notes mm. over there. He's not Googling, he's making notes. He's like... Like, I used to sneak out of this dude's house at night, right? This dude that I was seeing. I used to sneak over to my friend's place, girlfriend's house, right? And sleep in her bed with her for cuddles. But yeah, because it, you were basically cuddling a rock. Yeah. yeah. I may as well have slept on the ground. <laughs> like, no offense, <laughs> he was a really sweet dude. Like, No, I get it. There's something like, it, mm. it's like a mattress. If you, you roll into a mattress. Like, I may as well sleep on this table, curl up here every night, yeah. and I'd be fine sleeping with a headboard like that. Yeah. But on the flip side, when you walk around with that dude and everybody's oh, just like, <gasps> because, What you know, is that gorgeous creature yeah. with? Where can I get one? Yes. Can you buy that? <laughs> is it available on is Amazon? Is it available on Amazon? <laughs> can I get it from Wish for $3? <laughs> Well, God, yes. you can. <laughs> you might be disappointed when it rocks up because it pump. will be a it will be a rock. <laughs> or you need some sort of like blow up machine. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I don't know blow up machines. Yeah. No, but I've met a few of them, and like the confidence isn't just there straight away. And like a lot of these dudes take training. Like you need to train them. They need to know how to approach women correctly. A lot of dudes who are muscly because they have that testosterone floating through them. They don't really have the brain cells connecting anymore and they sort of go, well, I'm hot, what do I need to do? No, there's there's an approach. Like, if I was a big muscly dude and I walked straight up to you, straight on, 
Like that's threatening, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah, right. Pretty much, like yeah. But if absolutely. I like approached from the side and I like slowly reached my hand around like the nice part of your back, it'd be okay. You'd be like, "This is weird, but I'm okay." Uh. I don't. I feel like I can run away if I needed to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like women's psychology is like, we we can escape. Yeah. Send it, JB. Go. If you got something, send it. No, no. The game has got to be strong. Especially in that yeah. sort of aspect, yeah, definitely. I, I've, I've been fortunate enough to have some really good friends in that sort of industry, yeah. and it's actually really daunting the first time that they get on stage and they get up there it's and they fun. go, "Holy crap!" And they kind of like your similar story. They kind of freak out a little bit, and then they step away for a while, and they yeah. go, "Yeah, oh, there's a whole bunch of screaming drunk banshees <laughs> trying to grab my nuts." Like, <laughs> they, 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 well, as what? soon as they get back into it, then then actually confidence can sometimes override them a little bit and then they yeah. need to be brought back to that reality and go, hey, you know, you, there's there's certain approaches that you need to take. And See, for men, it's it's more often than not that. It is that overly confident boost thing going yeah, on. Yeah, a bit too much of it. For women, like in the industry, especially stripping, like if we're going to do equal industries here, it tends to be the opposite. Like... There is a standard there for them, but the standard is dealing with guy after guy after guy after guy saying no. Now, mm. when you get a night like that as a dancer, it can fucking rock you. It ruins your week, ruins ruins your day. I got mm. better at it. Yeah. Ruins my hour and then I'm like, eh, fuck you. <laughs> you're either going up there and you're emptying your wallet or you're fucking off. Got me? You know, like, you just got to... I'm gotta empty the whole wallet right now. You know? <laughs> Take me. <laughs> Sick of your shit, John. <laughs> You're 64. Who else is going to go with you? Take your dirty fucking ass up to the reception, babe. <laughs> and Melody will be right with you. <laughs> and inside it's just heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is there the same version. dynamic? In but yeah, no, you do have to deal with a lot of noise. Yeah. Sorry. Is yeah. there but is there in is there the same dynamic in the in the the chicks going to a um to a, a strip show for blo- with with blokes? Is there always that one chick in front like, "Yeah, strippers!" Yeah. <laughs> and she's got like oh, the man. the cock straw and she's like, oh, yeah! you know, and then you got the, the other one at the whistle, end like the yeah. cock rainbow. And then crown. you've got Jenny you know, yeah. from accounting, and she's like, <laughs> "Sorry, Jenny from accounting Jenny is from always accounting. the wild one, right?" Yeah, and then she's like, "Start of the night, oh, don't be silly, this is not." And then you know, next minute, Jenny's just fucking woo. Yeah, it's you the know? quiet one at the start of the night where you go up to a group and there's one girl and she's not really drinking yet, <laughs> she's not really sure, and she's standing around with her friends and she's like, oh, "I don't know, I've seen these guys before, like I don't really care, like whatever, I could get a guy like this." And then she has like four drinks, <laughs> five drinks. She's fucking thrown up by now. Like she doesn't drink very often. She gets to a seventh shot and she's like, you know what? Fuck it. Fucking Daniel, <laughs> whatever his name is, let's just call him Daniel. 
Daniel, this stripper, is up on the fucking stage and she's like, fuck it, I could get Daniel if I wanted to. And, like, this whole overwhelming sensation goes over her and you just see this one girl, right, from the back point of view, you just see this one girl go, ah, Daniel! And she just launches at his dick. Like, that's what women are like in there. We used to have a male strip club downstairs and we used to be a female strip club upstairs. The guys used to come upstairs for a drink so that they would be left alone. <laughs> right? So they wouldn't be touched or grabbed inappropriately because this place used to be packed. Yeah. And these dudes would come upstairs and be like, I need to ice my balls. <laughs> like, I've been grabbed. That, that ladies are vicious, man. Like, when they're in that scenario, Fuck, it's like the submissive getting a chance to be that full dominant and they just don't know what to do with yeah. it and they get really excited. So they're like, slap him, spit on him, do whatever I want. Fucking <laughs> oh. And they get super excited. his balls. Like, yes, yes, take they it. They really do. They don't know what to do with that power. So they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Hell the fuck. But that's what happens, though. And we used to have heaps of dudes come upstairs all the time just to escape. But fuck me. Like, the times that I went downstairs and actually hung out in the DJ booth and sort of washed, like, watched the crowd. Yeah. Um, I'm... I'm fucking scared for our sex hey like if we're in positions of power which i really want to see happen like yeah. more often like but here's get the us thing. into it some real positions of power we'll see some shit like and if you want to see if i want to see women shit in will get done power. women are already in positions of power yeah they're just not they're just not in yeah. you know like they're not in engineering or in science or in whatever and i'm sure there are but like it they're already, they have always been in positions of power. Well, look, even when we you got know, permission to work and we got permission to hold our own bank accounts, which was only in the 70s, I think. Like, it's not that long ago. It's not ago that long ago. That no. we had the right to hold a fucking credit card. Like, yeah. so. And look what you've done I with I mean, cards. it's only been. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we really. We really Some went poor off bloke's that. picking up the tab. <laughs> we can have money that doesn't exist from oh anyone. And I didn't have to do anything for it? Do you mean <laughs> no, I just no. have to do standard married sex? Fuck yeah. yeah. Okay. Send it. <laughs> we did. We went a little bit apeshit on that one. Yeah. But, um, like, it's only been a few years. Like, really, in the bigger scheme of things... Like, women coming back into their own has only been a very short period of time. So, like, yeah, okay, we may not see that many people, women in engineering. Because even when we did get that choice to work and do those things, there was that stigma and that role play of, like, okay, then you're going to be an office clerk. Mm. You're going to sit behind a desk with heels and a skirt. And that was the, like, approved work. Yeah. You know, so it is going to take time for that to grow and expand and more people to yeah, come out but and do this. I wanted to be a mechanic too at one point. Yeah, well... That got shut down so quick. Why? I actually went around to different um, mechanics places and I was like, look, I'm happy to be on an apprenticeship. Like, give me shit money. I don't care. I'll work for you for free for a month. I actually offered that for a while. Like, I don't give a shit. If yeah. you hate me after a month, fuck me off. Like, I'll do it for free. Just let me do it. I'm interested. And every single time it was like that snickery, really obnoxious laugh. <sighs> yeah. yeah. But that was when I was younger. Like, yeah, it's but changed I, even since then. Yeah, I know, but that's only that's not that fucking long ago, which is really you, disappointing. Do you want to say something? Is it there? 
When you say you, you, you were looking to be a, you're looking in that world of being an apprentice like in a mechanic world. Yeah. Um, take, taking all that sort of rejection, I guess, is a word that you could use. How did you feel about that? Like, well, the what did it I put think you being Tell a stripper. How that makes you feel. No, I think being a stripper at the time and dealing with that so many times, I was okay with it. I was sort of like, yeah. well, fuck you, I'll go to the next dude. Try my hit rate on the size. If I hit 20 of you, chances are one will say yes. Yeah. You know? I turned into a bit of a dude at that stage. See, right? Now, this is the point. Ask as many women as I can. One of them will say yes. Do you you want to, like, if you listen to anything from Jordan Peterson, that guy, I love that guy. Um, If you want to excel in quote unquote a mm. man's world right which is Even like the all these things you need to attack it like a man would yeah you have to now be understand it because you will be shut down yeah right straight away because you're a chick mm. you know but then if you you know you're like no fuck you that's not what's going to happen i'm going to mm. work here whether you like it or not right and then find an edge find a way find mm-hmm. a whatever because that's generally what dudes do if you want to exceed in here you either know somebody but you, then you got to it's, – it's a competition. you got to edge somebody out. you got to do this. you got to do that. you got to fucking – you know, you're going to say, I want more pay, I want more this, I want more that. Yeah. you got to fucking edge that well, shit. Well, it happened even in my um, chef apprenticeship during my early years. So, so the, f- the first two, three months of my apprenticeship, I spent as a waitress. Right. I was supposed to be doing a chef apprenticeship and I was a fucking waitress. Motherfuckers. No offence or anything, but, you know, I no, was no, there. No. I was there but to that's be a chef. That's like, not what you were there to I do. I was there right? signed in as a chef apprenticeship fucking waitressy. Yeah. And I ended up coming in and I put on my apron thing and I just walked out the back and I was like, hey, Danny, like, what am I doing? And he was like, oh, can you chop these onions? Like, we're doing food prep. I was like, thanks. Boss came in, he's like, no, I need you out there. And I was like, no, you don't. I'm in here. <laughs> yeah. Meet Cleaver. <laughs> I'm not joking. Legitimately? Yeah. He was like, think fast. And like threw a meat cleaver and the meat cleaver went past my head. You know what? And I grabbed it off the wall and I started chopping. That was it. Hell yeah. Yeah. But like. Welcome to being a dude. Wild, though. That's not normal. But it, it's it normal, is normal for you guys. Fucking oath. Welcome like, to being a dude. It's yeah. like, it's a rite of passage. Like, oh, it's motherfucker, you want to play this game? Like, let's go. There's no, no points for so second much. place. Yeah, but only to a point. I, I know. Then after that, it's just like, all right, let's get, You're you know, cool. let's yeah. just work. Like, let's just. Mm. But that's what it took. And yeah. I found that really like, yeah. My um, I wasn't ready for that at that stage, so I really struggled with it. For yeah, the, I can like, imagine. The last month, I was like, that's a whole lot of aggression. That's a yeah. lot of aggression, and that's a mm. lot of you know. And I, I mean, if you know, even if you're a dude, but you're a, you're kind of a, a fairly sensitive dude, dude or yeah. a sheltered kind of dude, you're still a dude. You're still whatever. Mm. But um. I guess, you know, and JB had know a bit about this, you know, being out on the sporting field, you know, like there is aggression that comes out of what? I need a paper. Do you? Yeah, come Send on. it. Go. Okay, cool. Do it. Can so you even go, pause that? Go. Show? Go. We'll finish that. No, no, no. No. Let's do it. No, well, the best, the best thing about the job that I do right now is I, I can pause this. All right, let this roll. That's fine. It's okay. all good. You can go with that. I, I might do that. Yeah, press the press the. Press the. Can you pause it in mid-flight, or do we have to do that? Do we no, just no, cut no. the you, little bit you out? You can later? go. No, I'll just cut it out. It's all good. We'll let it roll. We'll be right back after these messages. 
Hey team, welcome back to the church dog. Sorry, the what? church pod, it's not all voice. about me. I can be very sexual. Just with my blue eyes and my lovely disposition. Stunning. And that voice, oh, that voice. It's the two cocks on your shirt. But Are <laughs> 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 so, we back to this shit? Because oh, I, I feel like I, I can talk across this thing, but you can just talk into it. Um, Where were we? I don't know. Well, you, I rudely interrupted you. No, you did, but we needed a, sl- a slash. <laughs> okay, we're out of ice. There's probably more ice in the fridge, but it'll be fine. So, I mean, the last thing that I wrote here was um, meat cleaver, you're in, give it a go. Meat cleaver, <laughs> you're in it, give it a go. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, you're, you're working in the, uh, like, you're trying to be a chef. Mm. Okay, and so then you you know, but you out on the yeah. floor doing that thing, and then you know you're like, no, I'm not yeah. going to do that. I'm We're going to go in there, it. and so then a meat cleaver goes flying across. <laughs> the thing. All right, well, if you're going to chop, motherfucker, then let's chop. chop. Learn you know. quickly. Do and this, so yeah, that, that was the point. Was like if you want to, I hate to say, if you want to make it in a man's world. Yeah, you've got to be you, able to. If you want to bang on about, if people want to bang on about the fact, oh, it's a man's world, and you know we should make it open to all women, I was like, that's fine, you can do that. But men are not going to change, mm, no, and women not are ne- really. not necessarily going to change. If you're going to make it in a predominantly man world, then you better be prepared for some, uh, you know, some some aggression that some you're banter, not. Some banter, yeah, some, some out, banter out and of, aggression out of whatever. the ordinary stuff that you wouldn't really deal with. Um, yeah. women. There's always, of course, that line that. Ah, there's yeah. always a line, absolutely. There's always a line. But we're not talking. But I don't want to. Uh, yeah, and you know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about. That. Yeah, and I've got a perfect example of Definitely. this, right? So, my sister was. Uh, she was she. So I left school, mm. and I joined the army. Yeah. My sister left school. She joined the convent. And my sister was a nun for. I'm pretty sure, and I'll stand corrected, but I reckon it was damn near 15 years. Yeah, that's a long time. It was. Mm. Now she's out. Um, and she's doing different things. But when she got back to Australia and she was out, you know, and she ended up on a drilling she, – she ended up working, you know, Mungarini at like, you know, cooking um, in, in, in the pub. And it just happened on their way to up towards Mount Isa. She was going to go and work on a station. Oh, wow. And just – well, Dad was driving her up in the pub yeah. um, and they were like, oh, the chef just quit. Need someone to cook. Mm. And my sister's like, well, I can fucking cook. Yeah. And she's like, all right, well, there's the kitchen. Yeah. And so she just rolled in there and started making food. Fucking hell. And it went for like three days or something. Once again, I'll stand corrected on the story. But she ended up cooking there for three days. And the, the publican was like, I need you to stay. Like, I need you all we over need it. You. Yeah. I need you to just. You know. And she's like, well, I've got this other gig going on. And so she went and worked at the station. So she went and worked at the station, doing the same thing. You know, basically managing, uh, you know, the, the cooking and cleaning and all that and the accommodation at the station. And then from there she ended up uh, working for a drilling crew. And I talked to her later about oh, wow. it. And I was like, when you – and that's like yeah, full masculine. That's, that's – Working in a drilling extreme. crew or somewhere in the mining mm. industry out in the in – like, and I'm talking – when you're in an exploration drilling crew, you are working in just nowhere. Yeah. 
and there's just the drilling rig it's and the associated vehicles and you're living in the dirt. It. Yeah. Mm. And you are she's just having to cook with all, all she's got, like whatever mm. that she's got and whatever else. But then there's this dynamic of being a chick mm-hmm. in an all male environment in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Okay. And my <laughs> my advice, I guess, my, my advice was all I said was for Christ's sakes, don't fuck anybody. Yeah. Because what I know to be certain, because I've seen it in the army mm. and I've seen it in other places where I've worked. Other fields. Yeah. yeah. There's the two types of Sheilas that roll in. There is the Sheila that just rolls in and then just fucks one dude. You know, you got to fuck one dude. Yeah. And then you are the chick that's the able chick. to be fucked, right? Mm. But if you're you don't. Attainable. Yes, you're attainable. And if you don't do that, if you then just go, nah, none of you motherfuckers are having me. Mm. After a not so long a period of time, could be mm. days, could be weeks, it's not very long, you out. become one of the boys mm. and then you are a protected species. Yeah. So when when that drilling crew is working with another drilling crew or they're in an environment somewhere else or, you know, pick whatever it is, mm. and then someone from outside of that group comes in and goes, hey, who's that fucking chick? Like, you know, holy shit, I haven't seen one of them for a while. Yeah. I bet she's, you know, good at cooking and, you know, pulling dick. And they're like, if you ever fucking speak she's about... eating. Right? Yeah. This is, you know, this is bloody, you know, this is this is uh, Karen. This is our mm. fucking chick. Like, you don't talk yeah. about her like that. Otherwise, exactly. I'll box you. Mm. See, see what I mean? That dynamic has changed because then... Completely different. That, and then that there's just this mad, mad amount of respect mm. for this this girl, this woman that's working for you. Mm-hmm. Like, she's part of our team. She's one of us. Yeah. Right? She's not just going to fucking unique to us. drop to her knees just because you rolled in and, she, yeah. you know... It, it's. I, I think it... It must come from the fact that like dudes don't fuck other like tend to in those situations not fuck other dudes like it's not that kind of environment. So I guess when they uphold that, I'm not up for grabs either. Yeah, it becomes that oh it's just a and that's the thing. Person, if if I'm going to be in this environment, Mm. you are going to treat me with respect, but I need to earn that respect because that's what a bloke needs to do. If you've ever been the new guy on the block, oh man, you poor it guys. is a hard, yeah, hard, right? <laughs> man, what is it with you guys? Because it's a rite like, of passage. It's it's a test, man. You have to, you have, you you are going to be tested. Yeah, right. And see, girls don't do it that way. Like the way that you guys do it, we we have a similar system, but it's it's not. It's not even. Well, it's near. just not as masculine, yeah. I presume. Yeah. Or, you know, but. But it's it's, it worked for centuries, it's, and if mm. you go, if you you know, if you drill down far enough, pardon the pun, um, if you drill down far enough, you will find that it's it's goes back. Yeah. It goes back to how we're made, males and females. You know, yeah. females in the cave, making the kids, and feeding them, and you know, keeping nurturing. the home and nurturing and caring mm. and doing all those things. And the the the, the male is for protection. You know, and uh, I was talking with Olaf about it the other day. Eat, mm. fight, fuck. Yeah. Eat, I fight, love that. fuck is. I absolutely love that. Do you remember what we were yeah. talking about that? Yeah. It's so good. I've coined that phrase and put that down, JB. Eat, fight, fuck. And maybe somebody's Eat, brought fight, it up fuck. before, but. Eat the food. Yeah. Fuck. You know. Spread the seed. The male needs to eat to be strong, mm-hmm. to ward off um, potential predators. predators, and to be able to fight 
Do right? heck and protects. Yes, and to be able to fight and take down an enemy mm. and to kill to eat. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing is to fuck, mm. right? Because to perpetuate the species. Yeah. And, you know, the female was generally, and you can, and this is across species, is drawn towards... The generally, they eat the male. But <laughs> <laughs> and there. some of them they do, <laughs> which is fine, but they won't do that until they've fulfilled those other three things. Yeah. Eating, fighting and fucking. Let's still eat. Yeah, because that is the best genetic material yeah. that that female can then, can then use to reproduce mm-hmm. and make a nice, strong kid offspring. that will then grow up. A, yeah, offspring, yeah. you know. So in a roundabout sort of way, there's generally – the same makeup as what happens these days, although mm. there's a lot more social pressure and a lot more social yeah, um, a lot of nuance finer to details it. coming into it. Hundred percent. I mean, mm. it's a new. We're not. We're not. We don't live in caves anymore. Yeah. You know, and we um, live in modern caves. <laughs> we live in modern caves, but you know, there are some things you that guys just are still maintaining the man cave area. Yeah, because though. we haven't evolved. Yeah. Any more than you know, Sheila's. But then, but it's ha- so good. You know, Sheila's have involved, and you know, once again, I use the term Sheila as a term of endearment. You know, yeah, yeah. for all the haters, they're going to post about you know, oh, calling Sheila's. It's not Aussie not Sheila. Like yeah, that's an Aussie thing I to say. It's just, but it's a term of endearment. Like, yeah, you guys are Sheila so was strong. always like that really beautiful, typical Aussie woman who was like she ran the household, but hubby was there with the beers, yeah. ready to go, and yeah. like he was the boss, but. She was. Boss. That's the thing. It's this dynamic. Like she gave the blowjob. Yeah. Out- her yes or no. <laughs> and she dished the food. And yeah. You know. And outside of eat, fight, fuck, mm. the the blokes, the reward, like it's yeah. risk and reward. Like the bloke does all these things, and the reward is great. Is the fuck yes. in the end, or or anything to do with that? It's like fantastical. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that's really changed that much. No. That when the, you know, with your interactions with with blokes, yeah, right it's still a reward time. based system. Yeah, it's like I, uh, you know, and okay, maybe it's money, but I don't. Money is just mm-hmm. something that the social construct says that they need to pay oh. for it. But if they come into your room, mm. they are a broken. De- like you can break them down to their to their lowest thing. Like you can yeah, probably basic. read these guys as soon as they walk in. We, I know, it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> is it? I guess. Yeah. I mean, would that be fair to say? Like, you can just pick these dudes straight away when they walk in. I can pick a dick, yeah. I can pick a dick. Yeah. It comes, like, it literally goes to the extent of a dude walks into a room, I can pick within the first five minutes or so whether he is oral, anal, um, genital or fetish or whether he's a combination. And this used to be a really good hustling technique. Thank you, Eddie, from Voodoo Lounge. (laughs) Shout out to Eddie. Thanks. Thanks, Eddie. No, he was he was really intelligent. And that was one of the biggest things he taught me and it really does work. So when you're on a stage, for example, sorry, that was when you're on a stage, for example, so I used to set up my stages the way that he used to teach, right? So yeah. the front of the stage would be the oral guys, right? And you'd wanna, you know, play with your mouth, play with your titties. The oral dude was the dude that has a fascination with himself, it's all about him. It's me, 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 me. So how do you sell towards that dude? You make it all about them. Oh, you're so handsome and smart. <laughs> you need a break. You need me. 
you know, on you. Let's go to VIP. He's the VIP dude. Okay. More often than not, he's the VIP dude. He's in the champagne room. He's got two girls who are just absolutely stunning. Like, it's him, you know? And then you've got the genital dude who is all about how it looks, how it feels, how it tastes, how it touches, like, what it feels like. And he's got, like, jewellery on. He's got the necklace. He's got the earrings. His hair's done real nice, like, all the time. He smells amazing. Like, it's this dude, the highly manicured dude. And then you've got the... Anal dude? Yeah. Anal dude, um, it comes from when he was a child. So the potty era, literally, that's how far back it goes. That's where these, like, habits come from, right? So it's either good or bad what you did. Did you do the right thing? Is it bad, you know? That's where it comes from, that stage in childhood. So literally, these guys want to know what I'm getting for what price, what is it? How much does it cost? How long do I get? What do I get in that, like, in that time? That's the anal dude. There was one more. Fetish dudes. Yeah. What do they want? Ears, elbows. Feet. Neck, fingers, toes, legs. They like obscure parts of the body that you don't really like as a normal that you don't often like, associate with sex yeah that you, they're erogenous zones like the lower you know part of your back yeah. those dimples you know things like that yeah oh man there you go bang got you <laughs> bang on the head there you are so hey, you're a fetish mix hey churchy yeah the armpit oh oh god fuck off that's a perfect I personally don't find that, but I've uh, heard it's a thing. Yeah. Hey. Sniffing and licking armpits, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, who was <laughs> who that dude? Shut the fuck Well, who, then. Who was that dude <coughs> said, um, if it exists, there's porn of it? Yeah. I don't know oh who man. said that. If it exists, He's a there's porn of it. Yeah. Type that shit in, JB. If it exists, there's it's porn of it. Um, it might have been a comedian that said that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Mm. Um, I, look, I knew, I knew you'd probably be able to read me like a fucking book. Yeah. Um, you know. It's nice though. Like, do you know what tells me it's genital fetish? Because you did your hair, you're manicured, mm. right? Let's be honest. You've got your little knickknacks, you've got tattoos everywhere, which is like a permanent sign of how much you like to decorate things and how particular you are about those things. It's taste, it's smell, it's touch. What does it feel like? What does it do to me when I, you know, get that texture? Or is it smooth, you know? Rough. Is there bush? Is there no bush? Does she have long black silky... Like, all those things. Is she wearing earrings? What kind of jewellery is she wearing? You know, it comes down to those things. If you want to approach in a club and hit all of those potentials, right? So, it comes down to stage... If you're on stage, your orals are in front of you. So you're playing with your boobs in front. And while you're playing with your boobs in front and bending over, those oral guys are sitting there. They'll just get drawn to that spot because that's what you're doing there. That's what they want to see. And all the anal dudes are all around. All the anal dudes. <laughs> <laughs> they're sitting at the back of the stage like, damn, that's a fine ass. Look at that like, dot. Look at that yeah, dot. That's a nice freckle. Like, it's a make butt. it wink at me. Make it wink. Yeah. But they're all behind you. And then when you sit on the ground and you spread your legs, those are all the... 
genital dudes and they're all watching you to see what you're wearing. Are you wearing the sparkly high heel shoes? Do you have diamantes everywhere? Earrings, necklace, rings? You know, do you take care of yourself? What does your hair look like? Yeah. Are you manicured? Are you like bringing it? Are you, know? you are you confident? Yeah, so you got to hit all those nails on the head and then on top of that like hitting the fetish dudes too. So like when you bend over, you know, you're not just bending over, you're touching caressing all those areas as you go up and you're hitting every single one of those dudes around the stage every single one of those dudes is going to tip you and they're going to stay there because you're holding their interest yeah they have no idea about the dude who's sitting opposite them fucking staring at your titties obsessed with that they don't give a shit they're they're back there having the time of their lives you know (laughs) it's so like but it does and it comes down to even how you sell to those dudes like, you don't sell a dance to an anal dude going, you deserve this. He fucking knows. He knows what he wants. He walked into the place. He knows it's a strip club. He's black and white. He wants to know how much it is and what he's going to do for that amount of time. You know? Oh, yeah. The genital dude is just like, do I get to look special? How many chicks, to get, how many chicks can I get at once? Is she beautiful? Is it an innie or an outie? You know, those <laughs> things... <coughs> No, seriously. It's all the way down to that. I saw that. It's a fucking bug just flew <laughs> straight in. I'm like, I'm busy, bug. Fuck off. <laughs> like the cat. That's fucking fascinating, man. Yeah. That's why I really enjoy doing this. Series. I love I love hustling techniques and I love learning about all of that sort of stuff. <clears throat> mm. It's hard to... um. <laughs> Does it work the same for chicks? For shields? Um, chicks. Uh, what is it that, see, I mean, this is the eternal question, isn't chicks it? Chicks are naturally like that, but you can't, in a sales approach, yes, you can approach them in the same way because they do have a lot of the same tendencies. They're not as simple as men, but they're, they've got the same basics, right? Yeah. But it's a lot more of an emotional connection with them. With, with mm, not even. You no, can trick see, this that is away. the weird thing. Emotion Women are creative. in relationships, but not in... Sex? Mm. Women um. are always creators. It's very rare, rare that you'd meet a woman that's goes off logic straight off the bat. And she goes, yeah. hey, wait a minute. I can wear these rose-coloured glasses and float off into fucking dreamland about this dude's dick and his body and his eyes and the way that he talks to me and open car doors and fucking whatever else. But <clears throat> there's not many of them. Usually we're creators. And what happens is is that... Say we have a nice experience with you, right? So we have a general, like, a fucking date, okay, as an example. And you pull out the chair for me, I sit down, that's one thing. We've already started creating at this point. Okay. We're already way ahead of you. You're in this moment right now. (laughs) We're we're at the end of the date deciding whether we fucking kiss you or not and, like, what our kids' names are going to be <laughs> like. We're creators. That's that's what we do. And, like, you know how busy our brains are, like, yeah. constantly. Yeah. But we're already creating at that point. We're creating things on your behalf, which is scary. And this yeah. is where a lot of relationships go wrong and where communication gets, you know, skewed and where communication becomes really important because... Where you're sitting here asking 
you know, what she's interested in talking to her. And yeah, we're doing all the groundwork oh, wow, to I try really and work like out. I really like your dress and, you know, what would you like? Oh, yeah, I really like that food too. That's fucking cool. Let's order that. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, his favourite food is the same as mine. We are meant to be. <laughs> I remember growing old with him. I've already dreamt it. I know who he is. Oh, but it's possible. And he, he likes the same like, food as me. Oh, my God, is he just saying that? No, or but we he's do. a fucking flake? <sighs> No, but like no. it doesn't matter. We're yeah. still we're off Miles in another ahead. fucking reality. We've yeah. already created a house and fucking everything, yeah. and that's the thing. Like it doesn't so take is that much where the for a man to, to hustle as a male stripper. Let's say yeah. if you have the right directions and the right body language for women, which is very you know non-threatening but still muscular and protective. That's a hard one to get right. Yeah, like I that said, is a hard one to get right. Approaching from the front and approaching from the side, and just leaning in and giving a squeeze on that nice part of the back. Like it's as simple as that. And she's just gonna be like, "Oh, he's different already." Like, bang, she's already creating. Mm. She's already in another world. It's that simple. Doesn't sound Guys, don't get any ideas. <laughs> But literally, like, when <laughs> no, you're on that does, first date, that, yeah. that's what's happening. Yeah. Unfortunately for a lot of women, that's what's happening because we've seen it go bad so many times that when a dude gives us something like a breadcrumb, a lot of women just jump on that and then they're just – like, they didn't even listen to the conversation. They're all fucking over here somewhere. Yeah. Mm. Very different. But they do run off of the same basics with the oral anal – Genital fetish type stuff. Fuck <laughs> me. I didn't, I didn't Whispering I sweet yeah. nothings. Churchy, I've, I've, got to, I've got to throw something in there. So yeah, go. Send it. So there's, there's two things you kind of just brought up, which, yeah. are, um, which are big. So the first one is from a guy's perspective, there's a thing that we call like the crab pot theory. Pull that thing closer <coughs> to you, bro. Is what we call a crab pot theory. And then when you go to an establishment or a pub and, and we're just talking in that general aspect or that general surrounding and uh, and you go out and you, um, you know, you go to each of the tables, you know, a, a, a lot of confidence that comes mm. from this. But you go to those tables and you meet you meet a, a, a group of young ladies, but you go to each of the tables and yeah. what we say, you crab lot theory, you drop a breadcrumb, as you say, or drop a bit of bait. Yes. And then it leads around. And, you know, you only spend you only spend a couple of minutes. You say, g'day, you do your the thing. The less time, the better. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. And then you move to the next one. Let the them create one. for you. That's exactly where you were going with <laughs> what you were just saying. Oh, he knows. That's so why there's so much smarter dangerous. <laughs> so that's where it sits, right? And then yeah. you, you leave it for a while and then you come back. And, and they call it the cramp pot theory because obviously hey, you Hey, nice running into you again. Like, exactly. Hey, you're not oh. going? What's going on? And then you see if anything's biting or if anything's grabbing at the net or if anything's oh. already caught, right? Have you read that book? What's that book called? The Game or something? Oh, the that g- German dude I that know writes what you're it. Talking about. Have you yes. read that? I, I have not read it, but I do know the Don't book. Don't read it's it. It's terrible. <laughs> Don't fucking bother. It's literally Don't the, read it. It's literally the game changer. Honestly, any guy out there who reads the game, don't even fucking bother. Why? It's it's um it's over manipulative. It doesn't work. Is it like a Sheila reading Fifty you're, Shades of Grey? You're basically creating a repertoire of attracting genuinely 
very unstable people oh. into your life. Like everything that the game book teaches you is very, very toxic. And I don't mean toxic as in you're going to get your dick sucked and you're going to have a mad time. I mean toxic as in she's going to fucking slit her wrist one night while you're unaware and she's going to be a little bit crazy. Like yeah. that's the type of people but you're attracting. But will you still get your dick sucked? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> If she's stiff enough, <laughs> I don't know how that works. So Maybe sorry, you can make I'm a mold of pussy of her. I'm always here for the comedic <laughs> value. Just no, but yeah, no, okay. Um, the crab pot theory, I like that. No, it, it's, it's very it's true. It's a very soft way of actually succeeding really well. Yeah, like, and I, I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know whether it works within the, the book that you call the game or whatever, but um, I, I'll talk about. Another game, which I may or may not have had my own experience, (laughs) (laughs) but um, with everything you were just saying there, like that, the the, one of the biggest things is in today's in today's world, especially even in the last ten years, having that chivalric chival approach, right? Chivalrous, chivalrous, chivalrous approach is um is is definitely the difference in when you go and you you meet the general person everyday society so you know you meet someone at a club and you know you, you you may kiss or you may have a really good time and then you go outside and he puts you in a cab and says uh, I'll, I'll take you out on a date tomorrow night that generally throws people off and this this is something that this well is she's actually worried about whether she's going to make it home that night sometimes well, let alone some nice genuinely nice action that a dude took to put her in a cab and send her home. Like, yeah, well, she's is definitely there, is thinking about sucking your dick. I'm oh. sorry because well, she as walked out of the club as with it is, you. Like, that's you know, she's thinking like that was actually really decent of that dude. Like, finally a nice one. Yeah, but it's exactly. A, and a, then sorry, no, no, no. Well, you finish your thought though. Well, you know, you you put him in a cab and you send him home for the night, and then mm-hmm. you say, hey, here's my number. I don't need yours. If you want to tomorrow, send me a message, and then yeah. maybe let's go for dinner tomorrow night, and I'll take you out for dinner. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe next week. <laughs> He's you, asking, you, is you that have the right a luxury thing? food diet? Let's put it that way. <laughs> I like it. No, but the, you know that. That's it is whilst, good. And it's the, good. Listen, this for me. This is bringing up this point it's where like the nice are we so game. fucking shit scared? Like, at, we are now at a point in society where. Mm. To me, that seems like the legitimate nice thing to do. Yeah. In fact, that's the only right thing to do. Yeah. Right? Uh, but yeah. now, <laughs> now it's like, uh, okay, now have I been friend-zoned? Am I now, is this gone into some weird, did I miss the opportunity, whatever. Now, we, we now get to overanalyze the fuck out of everything. In the olden days, mm. for all its shit and mm. all whatever, um, and and I'm not saying it was all right, but no, it's right. there was a thing called a gentleman yeah. back in the day. And whilst it, it had a limit and at some point it was like, oh, darling, no, you're going to stay in the kitchen today or you're going to whatever. But yeah. they were never – you never disrespected a woman in public. Yeah. Women were always, you would stand and you would greet and you would hold a door and, you know, like there were gentleman things that happened which yeah. us are almost, they're almost like frowned upon or even shat on to an extent. Like you'll get some I people these days go, don't fucking 
treat me like I'm, a, you know, so a, a woman from the whatever. Like. The reason that's happened, I, I, my theory on it is that a lot of younger women who hadn't had a chance to experience a lot of degrees of interactions have had this feminist movement come forward and I think they've overinterpreted it a little bit to the extreme. Yeah. You know, like it's very easy to do. It's very easy to do. It's very easy to misunderstand that whole movement. And I keep on hearing this phrase all the time, feminazi, and it, it's so true. Like, it's just getting shat on as well. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's not about that. The whole feminist movement was for, you know, improving on the things that we have and maybe gaining a bit more, you know. But being the woman that you were meant to be, having strength in the fact that you had autonomy over your body. Like, that's where we're heading with it. And, like, women's spaces, women's rights, women's movements going towards, you know, getting our pays increased and, you know, working out something to cover the sacrifice that is if you choose to have kids. Yeah. In any sense. Even if you adopt children, there should be a fund somewhere for you to ensure that you don't end up retiring with 200,000 less just yeah. because you did that. Mm. Like you're losing two years of cell life when you bear a child, if you carry a child. Mm. So for all those women especially that, you know, struggle with that, like there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on in the meantime with all of that sort of stuff and that's about to come out in the next few years. But yeah. regardless of that, I think a lot of the feminist movement was very easily misinterpreted. And a lot of dudes misinterpreted it, that too. I will say that it's fair to say that Don't the... Don't fucking f- open the door for me. <laughs> I can do it my fucking self. Like, no. It's fair to say that... It's the f- not the point. The feminist the movement was, has been hijacked, though, yeah. by fucking feminazis. <laughs> a lot of... Or femma, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The thing has been hijacked when we're... I want to say legitimate feminists... Feminists. Let's not say legitimate. Let's just say le- legitimate um, strives for feminism and for yeah. equality have been hijacked by the most ridiculous and most Emotion, damaging yeah. thing, which which is essentially turned it all around and is shitting all over. Yeah, le- legitimate fem- feminism. Yeah. And, you know, another thing that's made the it bare hard. bones feminism of th- of we need. Answers to domestic violence. We need answers to equality in the workplace. Yeah. We need answers to all of these things, yeah. which are legitimate exactly. things. But it's being hijacked by this Christ and knows what, you know, man hating, whatever, or toxic. Oh, everything's toxic and sexual yeah. harassment now is you even look at me and like, oh my God, you know. Yeah, see, I'm that, sorry, that aspect of it was. It, it men are running mean. scared. Yeah. Now to the point mm-hmm. where. <laughs> Not all. Yeah, Not I know, all. I know. But I'll tell you what, it has the good been, ones are. It has been hard, I think. The good ones are going to the point now where they are. Like, listen, because I'm just about one of them. It's enough to make anyone nervous. It's making yes. other feminine. It's making fem- women nervous. It's making men nervous. It's making yeah. everybody fucking nervous except for the ones that are just driving this shit. Yeah. It's like, for fuck's sake, will <clears> you calm down and relax? Yeah. I do not disagree with the fact that there are some major fucking issues that still need work definitely but we are so much 
further along than we used to be. Yeah, definitely. We are so much further and along. It's going to take be. time. It's, it's going to so take work, and it's going to take that conversation. Like yeah. that conversation always needs to be had. That's the same for like the whole like dudes' mental health and like actual health. You guys are fucking horrendous when it comes to health. Yeah, we are. What's going on? It's society. It's that pressure. This is and you take that on. You you're like I am the man. I'm not going to a doctor to talk about my feelings. Like a lot of you guys really do struggle with that, and it's because of that outside pressure of like, yeah. will I get taken seriously after this? You know, well, well this is part of the reason why me and JB are, are trying to do this because yeah. we understand that dynamic with men because we are men. We certainly because we're in the military. Yeah, we're certainly in the military, we see so much drama. But it it extends. It's not just about military service personnel or anybody. Men in general, yeah, but yeah. we, and we are getting better at it. Mm. But just like with sex, we need some guidelines. We need yeah. some left and right of arc from the from our female folk and it's to just go, hey, you're on the right track. Yeah. You're doing the right thing. It's okay to be chivalrous. Yeah, It's and okay to stuff, do these things. You a know? lot of the stuff you struggle with is very similar to what we do. Yeah, yeah there's some differences, but you do have... Those emotional needs. 100%. But we are the first ones to just drown that shit. Stomp and on just it. to put that shit. away and compartmentalise that. Yeah. Because... It in a box in the fucking attic. It did. And you know what? It goes back to the meat cleaver in the, in the kitchen. We'd mm. rather have a meat cleaver come past our <laughs> face and into the wall. Yeah. Because we can make sense of that. Yeah. We can make sense of a to B. aggression and violence. Mm. like Because that's primal. Mm. You know, so it's primal. We can just go back to that. We go, all right, yeah. okay. This is something I understand. Yeah. I understand my left and right of arc here. And mm. for those who don't understand what a left and right of arc is, it's a military term. But when you set up a, a machine gun in a, in a pit, okay, mm. there is a stake on the left and a stake on the right, okay, and you, can, you're not, you can't fire outside of those lanes, right? Mm. Because if you do, you might hit some of your own people. Yeah. Okay. So that's the, the term is left and right of arc. We can only shoot between the left and the right. And, and when, we, when we shoot in there, we know we're killing the enemy. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter what happens outside. But okay. if we don't have a left and right of arc, we're just going to shoot at everything. Yeah. If it's a threat, we're going to shoot at it. Fucking earth, because you know? it's there. Yeah. It's in your and, field and of And that's what we're – that's eat, fight, fuck. Yeah. That's what we're Very supposed to do, so. you know. So I guess it just um, – you know, it comes to that thing where – how do we? How do we? How do we manage feminism in a really positive way? And how do we join that with with you know masculinity as it stands? Yeah. How do I we marriage those two together? It's funny though because <clears throat> by the time that conversation started becoming, you know, something right. Yeah. By the time the whole feminism and like. To what extent, like, what are we really talking about and, like, can we calm down and just talk about it normally? Like, it's a good thing. Yeah. <clears throat> By the time we did that, it changed all of a sudden. And I don't mean this in a bad way, and I hope no one takes it the wrong way, but it's turned into trans and turfs. Yeah. And I don't know if you've heard the terms coming up lately, but, like... And the fight for it is we want women's spaces. We want to be treated like women, as women, with all those things. 
Like, man, we haven't even got our own shit together yet. You really want to be a part of this group? Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. You are special. You've got your own unique experience. Create something out of it. Like, make, instead of coming into a group that's already still struggling to hold women's spaces, for example, areas in government, areas in power that are designated like specifically put there to start the equality hill yeah. going up that fucking hill. Yeah, yeah. A couple of those spaces have been filled by trans people. Like trans people are unique in and and of their own. Women have never had to deal with what they've had to go through and like that's a whole nother world. Like <laughs> we need to have unique things for you. Areas that you can go that are safe for you, the same way that women can go to spaces that are safe and designed and tailored for them. Mm. Same as having places in power. You need to fight for that and you need to have your own unique space there Mm. because otherwise you're taking representation from someone else or we're taking representation from you. And it even goes to the extent of, like, where, where do we stop if we're addressing you in that way which is fine i don't you know whatever you want to you talk about pronouns yeah exactly that's all well and good but when it comes down to statistics now say there's 20 biological women and 20 trans women right but we're all lumped into the group category of women especially when it comes to health and this is becoming an issue at the moment What happens when, you know, out of those 20 biological women, 18 of them have cervical cancer or something happens, Mm. right? And yet there's another 20 who were biological males, right, who are now women in that category. It's washing that away. And then at the same time, it's also taking away from the male category of what, represents their health issues you know and who knows there could be a unique set of health issues in the middle like that's going a little bit far now but you get what i mean I, I where d- it's I going do. like I we d- haven't even won our f- yes fucking fight. and now you're and now there's a whole nother thing 100 like, like and this you're is the unique yeah. go do something about it like and make it known and this is the problem it, it just yeah. it used to be you know it was just the fight for you know, f- for women to be recognised and to be um, uh, rightly uh, rightly represented mm. and associated in in society, you know, and those movements were pure and they were legitimate and they have you know a lot of weight and they and and blokes can get behind it, mm. like the general you know Neanderthal dude. Right, <laughs> yeah, strippers are here. You know, I love if if enough dudes ball. get around him, go, no, nah, listen, yeah. dude, this is a good thing. And he's mm. like, yeah, I know, you know, yeah, yeah, I know. Like everyone we wants don't ca- to be, there. yeah, but then it all just got fucking weird. Mm. And now we, you're right, we've got these, you know, weird gender things going on. I, I'm not sure Does about here not? in Australia. I don't. We don't. I mean, the most places that I live and work and operate. Most of us are pretty cool over here. We just don't give a shit. Like, as long as you're happy and you're doing your own thing, generally like, speaking, just fucking live exactly. Like. And we had, you know, the plev- plebiscite, <laughs> which was a. Do you know what that means? 
Man, I, I, when I moved up here, do you know Henry Rollins? Mm. Henry Rollins is a um, – he does spoken word tours yeah. now, but Henry Rollins was the lead singer of Black Flag and Henry Rollins Band. Okay. And he's done some stuff with Tool, Maynard, James Keenan. Oh. And, um, right, from mm. way back in the 80s. He's, yeah, a, he's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's an old uh, relic rock rock star, yeah. you know, punk rock and, uh, you know, like that sort of thing. Like an arthritis to shit. Just well, no, he's just a – he's a very serious dude. He's yeah. Like whatever, you know, and he's got some weird and – and look, he's done some stuff. He was yeah. in um, season two of Sons of Anarchy. He played a, a neo-Nazi – he played a Nazi dude. Right? Ding, ding. You know the dude I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I think so. You know, and he, he got, you know, uh, Jax Teller shot him in the yeah, yeah. in the in in his t- toilet. Okay? So that dude, Henry Rollins, he did it. He does a spoken word tour. He's a legitimately fucking fantastic guy. Yeah. Um, so well-spoken uh, and such a, a, a rockin', you know, this guy stands in one position Lives on the, the stage and he's just yeah. tells his story and he's like, all right, guys, you've been here for two and a half hours. I'm going to get let you go in a minute, but I'm going to tell you this little thing and the, uh, we're all just sitting there just like, fuck yeah, Henry, tell me all your shit, you know, just tell me everything. Tell me everything. Tell okay. me. Um, and he just t- talks about the world and he talks about the life as he sees it and he talks about his travels and, you know, going off the beaten track and talking to these people and whatever else and yeah. I'm like, dude, I want to be you. I'm, 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 not I want to be you, but I want to be a version of you. I want to I do what you... What what you do, which is just fucking talk to things and yeah. understand the world, and he tells a story, a really disappointing story after nine eleven. Yeah, he was flying around on a plane, and he was reading a book, and I can't remember the book, but it was like you know uh, something about terrorism or something mm. about you know whatever, and he's trying to educate himself. Yeah, and when he got off the plane in fucking Sydney or whatever else, and once again I'll stand corrected if I'm getting the story wrong, and, and I, I, pl- I apologize, but he gets off the plane. And he's met by AFP and they're like, oh, hey, you know, sir, we need to – can we just talk to you and whatever else? And it turns out the lady that was sitting next to him – this is after 9-11, by the way. The lady that's sitting next to him looked at this guy who's just – He's a rocker, yeah. right? He's a band, you know, he's screaming, fucking whatever. He's covered in tattoos. Yeah. He's a, he's a you know, a, you know, legitimately. God, are we? And he's reading this book, and she thought, "Oh my god, this guy's a terrorist, or he's has terrorist." He's gonna eat me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And so, instead of getting worked up about that, yeah, he he goes out and he's spoken word to her, and he, he explained it to us, you know, and he's going, "Look, please don't be that. I'm here to tell you that it's." You need to educate yourself. Yeah. Read books, meet people, talk, talk to people, it. do yeah. all these things, and don't go off just because. Like I get you caring about security and whatever else, but you, you know you just you're going off about the stupidest shit. Like don't yeah. be that guy, you know. It's and fuck that's sad. It's so sad, yeah. you know. And on on top of that, he just uh, he's just doing this spoken word tour, and and I. You know, I rate that guy for yeah. all of those reasons, and I, you know, that's a solid, that's a solid fucking go. Yeah, like, and about the plebiscite, he said, "Listen, yeah, this is when the, you know, Obama was still in, in, uh, he was still the president." He goes, "You guys are about to have a plebiscite," and he said, "I had to fucking look that word up." Mm. Now we knew what it was in Australia generally because the media said, "Well, a plebiscite is basically a vote." To have a vote. So we're voting 
Okay, we're all going to have a vote to see if we're going to have a vote about gay marriage. It's such an Australian thing, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's well, it's a British thing. Hands up who wants to do it. Right. But here's the thing. It's like okay, it's we'll so frustrating it. because nobody in, in government had yeah. enough backbone to say, let's just have the vote to see if gay yeah. people can get married. Instead, they went, we don't want to piss off. And it was a liberal government. Yeah. We don't want to – was it a liberal government? I think it was a liberal. liberal. We don't want to piss off um, the, the, the Christian right – yeah. Okay, so we'll we'll let's let's have a plebiscite. And the Christian right went, oh, that's okay because we'll have a plebiscite. We'll have a vote on having the vote. Well, little do they know that the rest of us are like, mm. for fuck's sake, gay yeah, marriage, yeah. let it happen. That the Yanks have already bought it in. Yeah. Fucking blanket, federal Why across the board. Why around? are we even doing this? The plebiscite cost, pretty sure, stand corrected, twenty two million dollars. Oh, what a fucking twenty two million dollars. And guess what happened? We all voted to say, yes, let's have the vote because we all are going to vote yes. And in the end, we didn't even have the vote. They just went, all right, gay marriage. Happy days. And now you can yeah. get married. Like $22 million. Instead, we should have just had the vote, which would have cost a whole lot less. Mm. Right? Job's done. God, that was a fucking So, And he was talking about that. that. He's like, uh, at that stage, you said, you're going to have a plebiscite. He said, please don't be like us. He said, don't be like yeah. the states. Don't ruin this. You've got mm. one chance to get this right. Mm-hmm. He said, just talk to your member, talk to your whatever. He said, you have the chance to be better than what we are over in the states. We are doing things the wrong way. Mm. Learn from us. Have that vote and just get it done, you know. And I was like, well, yeah, this guy's legit, you know. But the same thing. That's just because most of us are like, I think we, we're pretty lucky in Australia. We, yeah. you know, we we are really lucky. We are a little yeah. bit spoiled. Spo- we're definitely spoiled. Mm-hmm. We're also a little bit ra- more racist than I'd like to admit. But it's only because he's <laughs> because he, it's so like here's the thing. We're only, oh, and this is just me talking. Jeez. I think we're only racist because we just like what we've got. This is Australia. We do Australian things. Australia. Okay. You know? Yeah. And all that anybody cares about, that certainly anybody I've ever spoken to, mm. is assimilation. Yeah. We are so free. We are yeah. so spoiled in this country. If you're going to do it, just come here and please. I've noticed it definitely. No, that's what, I, I, that's know, I know a couple of ins and outs of um, a couple of different cultures. and it's, it's still an issue, which is an unfortunate thing, um, especially in Melbourne. There's a thing in Melbourne going on and there's several different religions that are like if anyone like if general Australia was to know about these ongoings they'd be fucking horrified genuinely gen- uh, genuinely genuinely that's Fair the word. yeah they would <laughs> Fair <Because dinkum. laughs> there's a whole different system that these people from these different religions and it's multiple it's different ones that they have to go through this whole bunch of systems especially the women but also the men and children like children are just they're just fucking dragged to this but if so say a woman is in an abusive relationship she cannot call police she cannot involve law in this religion she has to within australia she has to see the appropriate people to make the appropriate decisions. And if she does go anywhere else, there is a genuine fear for safety. Yeah. 
and this is this is happening on our own like i think that is what the predominant issue should be it's not it's not about whether you black or white it's about what are you doing when you're here we live in a country that is like do your own fucking be happy good on you as long as you're not hurting anyone or murdering anyone Mm. or fucking children like any of that like as long as you're not doing that we're fucking sweet Go make little crochet birds if you want to. Go, like, make little fucking socks for cold penises. Like, whatever you want to do. We're okay with yeah. that. Wear, wear a but hijab. Go don't practice your religion. Yeah, you know, but have don't. Your, have your, f- your fairs and your, and, and your, your social gatherings yeah. and, and everything else. You, if this is one place in the world, you should be allowed to do that. You should be allowed to do that. When it comes free to safety and protection and, like, those general rules. Like, I think if we brought up a jury for every single case, I mean, fuck, man. Like, Australia would be like, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. Caught out, caught out. I don't caught understand. I, I'm 38 years old and I've never been called to be no, neither. in a jury. Mm. JB, you ever been called to be in a jury before? Well, that's a higher court thing, isn't it? It's not no, but a what I'm saying is, a jury thing. of your peers. Yeah, how many definitely. cases every year? There's twelve people in Ooh. it, and I haven't been called yet. So many. There's only twenty fucking twenty million people in this country. Yeah. Twenty three actually, but actually we might be up to twenty five. Google that. Man, shit we're so little up here. Tiny. Yeah. Do you know Our what? Our closest neighbor is like one point three. Here's an interesting fact for you. Yeah, go for it. The population of Cairo mm. in Egypt, one city mm. near the pyramids, the population of Cairo has grown at the same rate in the last 15, which would be 15, maybe 20 years now, as Australia. Oh. So when we put on a million, they put on a million. Jesus, that's, that's no a shit. lot. That's so I think the population of Cairo is about 25 million and we're 25 million. And oh. then 10 years ago when we we're, were matching them. 17 million, they were 17 million. We're just popping them That's out. one city. And we've got a whole country. Yeah. We've got, we, we got a continent. Yeah. Girt by sea. <laughs> so girt. Oh, God, traumatised by that song. <laughs> <laughs> if you're Australian, you're traumatised by that song. Yeah, Tell me you are. So what is girt? I don't know. Every Monday morning, <laughs> we had to exercise. <laughs> We did it every Monday. We had to stand there and we had to do our exercises yeah. and then we'd sing. Really? Yeah. And that, that was sounds the, very that wasn't Soviet. The only, yeah, it fucking was. Don't or North Korea. Don't tell me otherwise. It was. Yeah, it was Hungarian conditioning. You Even know what? at that age, I was I went like, to a this is a bit school. weird. I went to a private school and yeah. uh, our, our the, the, the motto, is it, of the school yeah. is, it's Latin, it's, Veritas liberabit vos, which I think is Latin. I think it's Latin, and it says it, it means the truth will set you free. Oh, see, it sounds horrendous. It in sounds that, uh, the truth it will set you really free. It's pretty bad. Remember that, th- that. It's a little bit cheesy, but it's not. Well, you know what? It's similar to. Yeah. Do you know in in Auschwitz? Yeah. Okay, in the death camp. Mm. Above the, the there's a sign above the. Right, uh, the wor- oh. work will set you free. It's what the Nazis put up. I've fucking been there. I took a photo of oh. it. 
JBC, if you can find that, man. Um, That's some messed up shit. And it's it's written above the hard, the, the hard work will set you free or the, the hard work will liberate you. Yeah. They're going to a death camp. Yeah. Anyway, not to say that my private school was a death camp because that's a silly bone draw. Go ahead. Veritas vos liberatibit. That's what it says in, in Auschwitz? No, no, that's that's in Latin. So viritus vos liberatibit. And what does that mean? The truth will set you free. Oh, okay. So we're not talking about Auschwitz. We're talking about um, our um, the school that I went to. Yeah. So we had, when we were at... Uh, Assembly, mm. and we we're all there. Yeah, like the morning. We had to sing the song. Get together. Veritas Liberabitos. Truth, oh, freedom, you. Veritas Liberabitos. So somebody oh, changed so changed the words to Ferret's ass like a rabbit's balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh so he. Truth, freedom, you. Ferret's oh. ass like a rabbit's balls. We were sick children. <laughs> we used to always do that. We used to butcher every single kid's song. Seriously. Every single song. S- seriously, what you're saying is exactly what's written here. I just totally did not say that correctly. Veritas Liberabit Voss. Yeah, you tried to say yeah. it in Latin. Veritas GC Voss Liberabit. He added some changes. It's a little German, wasn't it? My apologies. It's a little German. bit. I've had 14 fucking litres of Scott. <laughs> Smooth. Jesus yeah. Christ. Ferret's ass, Liquor Rabbit's balls. You can take them posting notes off there too, by the way. I like that version actually. Yeah, and that was that was our that was what we said. I don't know who came up with it. I think it's one of those things just got passed on. Yeah, you get there in year seven, and you're like standing there in your little suit, and you're like, and then the fucking some year eight or year nine next year is like ferret ass liquor rabbits balls. Yeah, is that what it it always does? And the teachers would always be scattered about the place. And they knew it. Like, obviously mm. they knew. And they'd be like... They'd be singing it and if you, as well. Well, someone... Yeah, someone would have been. But the other ones would have been like... they just look at you and you go, Veritas Liger! And then you look around the corner and go, Veritas Liger! And they're like, yeah, I know you were singing it! I know I you were singing it! you, little turd. You fucker, sing the I'm right words! I'm stressed and don't get paid enough for this shit. <laughs> I drink alcohol at lunch. <laughs> This is an Anglican school, all right? I got kicked out of the Catholic school. I have secret wine cupboard. I don't know what that means. I can't remember sign language. Three hours, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah, but there's like 20 minutes out of there that we had to duck away. Do you want to touch on this? Because I feel like it needs to be said and it was really interesting. Now, was this what we... Oh, yes. JB, you went here for this. We got got time. This is good. Oh, no. Just so we're we're clear, we have a lot of time. Uh, More than welcome. (laughs) If if the camera dies... The camera's not going to die. Yeah, but if it does... It doesn't. It's got eight hours and it's on a charger. Oh, I didn't realise. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot from the start of the night. Hey, I read you the the thing. The Canon cam with 64 gig SD equals eight hours, 20 minutes record time. Oh, shit, we've got another hour. We're good. <laughs> With his right, wings of steel. <laughs> <laughs> I am bad fit. Yeah, do you like my background? So it's <laughs> a <laughs> chick called Exotic Cancer. Oh, no, the camera's not going to say it. It's all black. If oh, anyone's interested, she does some amazing art. She does some, like, books, 
stickers, keychains, phone ca- cases. But she does all of this art, right? And it's very like um, pop abstract. Like it's cool. But her name's Exotic Cancer. You can find her on Exotic Cancer. Exotic Cancer. So it's like a cancer, as in the star sign, not the thing yeah. that's going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. Nice little play on words, though. Yeah, it's nice. I like hey. it. I just like noticed the leg cancer. hairs. It's so good, right? She adds the Bring leg me back hairs. The thing. It's, it's a human <coughs> reality touch to it, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Check out the Diamante thingies on the back of her phone. Yeah, she started gluing them on. Damn. Just like, oh, my, my eyes. eyes. My eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very just easily uh, distracted. So we were, we were um, chatting the other day and this is about – it's, it's the politics yeah. really. I'm just going to read this and then we'll discuss. Mm-hmm. To say that a straight – well, actually, to say that straight men are heterosexual – is only to say that they engage in sex exclusively with the other sex, i.e. women. All, or almost all, of that which pertains to love, most straight men reserve exclusively for other men. The people whom they admire, respect, adore, revere, honour, whom they imitate, idolise and form profound attachments to whom they are willing to teach and from whom they are willing to learn and whose respect, admiration, recognition, honour, reverence and love they desire. Those are overwhelmingly other men. In their relations with women, what passes for respect is kindness, generosity or paternalism. What passes for honour is removal to the pedestal. For women, they want devotion, service and sex. Heterosexual male culture is homoerotic. It is man-loving, and that is Marilyn Fry, the politics of reality. Mm. So let that shit sink in for a bit. It's very, very interesting, and I like. I was blown away when you yeah. when you read that to me the other day. Yeah, and I, I don't even. I mean, I I sort of was. Well, my powdered brain was ticking like a dropkick clock last week, but. Um, I think that's a different uh, kind of love. Yeah, and I think that certainly men who have served in the military will mm. will absolutely say, "Wow, yeah, that's that's you know." Yeah. JB, what they do you think? Because that that's um, yeah, I it's homoerotic. It's homoerotic, yeah. but it's like. It, it's last time and I think I gave a good example of it was because you're working in a place where they set up someone to admire to adore to honor you know that sort of thing like you you're listening and admiring this person who's above you who's teaching you these things yeah exactly it is a rank structure and that rank structure even extends to your personal lives your personal groups of interactions like and it's not 
we're, we're not going out there and calling you fucking, you know, whatever and this and accusing you of all loving the same thing and whatever else. Like, whatever you do is up to you. But there is a different relationship between you guys in those, especially in those situations, but even just in general. And it's a yeah. really interesting um, relationship. Yeah. Um. <sighs> da, 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 da. So be, being in that position and, and to answer your question, um, <coughs> excuse the voice, I'm losing it. <laughs> <laughs> More ways than one. I know. Seven. But no, no, you know, be, being in a position where I am now and with the people that I work with, it's it's very true. And a lot of the words that you just said there, yeah, is especially in the position that I'm in, I I can see and there's people that I revere in, in a way that you know you you cannot build a connection with a person like that without years of the, the things that we've done over over that period of time. Exactly. And, and there's a connection that we build. And I know that, like, Churchy, myself, and there's a few of our friends that we all sit within that space, that we've built a friendship that y- you can't explain. You, you can't explain on just a It is a little bit erotic if you get down to the basis of you know, it. Like, and, and that goes back to a lot of things you were talking about before, too. When, uh, <laughs> when we talk, talk erotic, it, it, it doesn't need to be... It doesn't necessarily it mean sexual. Yeah. No, it it can be something erotic. that's normalised yeah. because... For us, it's normalised mm. yeah. in a way of speaking. hundred percent. Standing naked in front of JB would not be an issue for me. Yeah. Or having to, you know, being fucking freezing cold and having a shit day and having to cuddle up because fucking for no. whatever reason, hey, man, my sleeping bag got fucked up tonight. Yeah, like, it's like it's wet. I can't. Man, can I just cuddle in with you because it's, it's way too cold? Like, dude, send it. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, there there's are a different. It, there's a different level of respect, though, because yeah. like, it's that admiration of that. Um, like, you guys all know what you all are going through. Yeah, it's so not it's that got those that touch in it as well. Yeah, and it's weird because uh, if I can use the example, my best mate, um, you know, Ryan, that dude, uh, he's a civilian. Um, mm. You know, always has been, and you know. That's a great story how we met and whatever, but this is a story for another day. But yeah. I love that guy. Mm. Like a brother. Um, we own the boat together. We have, you know, he's my whole social world pretty yeah. much. Um, but that relationship is different. Mm. Um, it's actually different, but it's very special yeah. in its own right. But the point I make is I, if I talk to Fez um, – on the phone, you know, it's like, yeah, no, nah, we we chat and then whatever. But I would never say, if I if I ended the conversation, hey man, love you, bro, you know, talk yeah. to you later. I mean, I guess we could get there, yeah. But he'd just be like, it, fucking be, what, cunt? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's not that we don't love each other. I'm yeah. sure that that's the case, but it's just not you that know thing. It unconditionally. But I have blokes that, that I talk on the phone love. with that we yeah. will not only just say it at the end of the, at the end of the, but it will it will come up. Yeah, it'll be like, bro, I love you. I've got your back, like, you know, and when you say I love you, you actually, you mean that shit to the That's the thing. When you guys say it to each other, yeah, it's like, oh, shit. And I'll tell you what, most of <laughs> most yeah. of us, although I will speak for myself, yeah. have. It's an important, yeah. You know, 
been wanting that from our fathers or our father figures or whatever. You yeah. know, you know, to that and, and it's so lost. Honor. Yeah. The people that you, that have. you look up to. Exactly. If my old man said it to me now, mm. it'd just be weird. <laughs> like I just, it'd be yeah. like, it'd be like someone just shoved a a, a cup a of sand milk. in my mouth. I'd yeah. be like, oh, you know. Mm. And uh, I mean, every now and again, if I'm if I'm drunk enough, and I'll be chatting to dad, oh dad, oh, I love you, mate, I love you, and he'd be like, yeah, yeah, I love you too, son. Yeah, you know, like whatever. But it's not the same. Yeah, when no, I get off the, the phone with JB or with or Dave Carey, you know. Fucking damn fine mate of mine from a long time ago. Yeah. When I, you know, when I get off the phone with those guys, it's like, you know, all right, bro, you good? I love you. Yeah. I love you too, man. All right, I'll talk to you soon, you know. It's that, that real check-in almost, like really making sure that yeah. like, that bond is like, yeah, I've got it. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say I love you I'm to my wife, which is, I totally, you know, uh, I totally mean. It's but it doesn't have love. the same thing. So. It's a different kind of love. Yeah, it is. And, and there's a different level to it. Yeah. Like, and that's honestly, that, that homoerotic and thing. That's, wrong with that. yeah, yeah, that's that. And what that thing just says is like, oh, it's just. Bad. We, we have that thing. It's just, you know, because you have to. Well, I don't know what it is. I mean, is this a survival thing? Is it a. Well, it's your support network. No, no one's going to understand. Like, you look at women and you go, well, you guys have so much support and so much love and you always. Together, right? And it's true. Like the relationship that I even have with my mum. Like mm. I'm, I'm glad I have that relationship because well, it particularly is very when you close. when you when you drop the news on her. Yeah, like B- about being a stripper and then and then moving on yeah, from that. We are very close. I mean, we that can tear blokes apart. Like you know, yeah. how, how is it that a guy can? Uh, hey, Dad, I'm gay. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There, I know guys that have come out. You know, just w- in their teenage years, or maybe a little bit later. I know guys that have only come out when they were fifty. Yeah, when their dad's eighty, because mm-hmm. it's taken that long. Because they're so scared. And even if he hates you for ten more years, he's going to be dead soon. Yeah, that's the, that's the saddest here's thought the, process about thing. that, and it's really hard. Sometimes and not always. Mm. Sometimes, but not always. It was just like the reaction that your mum had. Yeah. When you decided to go escorting. Yeah. Like At first they're happy. like, yeah, and then they're like, all right, well, well okay. Then. Dad, ask the questions. Yeah. Bet they won't. <laughs> so do you let him fuck you in the ass? Yes, Dad, I'm gay. Are you like, top or bottom? But it's some. Yeah. But okay, I don't know. Yeah. See, I even me who's been around gay people my whole life, like, mm. and have no problem with it whatsoever. Even I'm just like, so what is? Uh, I asked yeah. him the other day. I'm You've like, got to ask questions. What's so it? What is? Curiosity. Is it tops and bottom? Is that a thing? Yeah. And he's like, well, let me tell you. There's tops. There's bottoms. There's top of. Uh, it was. It was Josh. Yeah. Josh was telling me, and I'm like, this is fucking fascinating. It's so because cool. Because I didn't know. I didn't know that. And I fuck. I, I'm so glad I met so him. So for blokes, to, if they if 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 dudes want to get out of that, if they want to be uh, homoerotic, is one thing. Yeah. What we have, what we share, is whatever. Yeah. But it's a straight homoerotic. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we get so threatened when there's a gay dude in the place. <laughs> fuck me, yeah. right? It's like, so oh my god, do. you actually do fuck people in the ass, like. Uh, and oh, you're like, yeah. well, oh, I could never do that. I mean, shut the fuck up, man. You talk about this shit all the time. Just chill. It's all good. It's all sexuality. They, like, our sexuality needs to be out there. Yeah. Like, we ne- have fun with it. Get creative. You've only got one life. Indeed. And you've only got, like, a certain area of prime where, like, <laughs> your hip's not going to dislocate and you're not going to end up with an ER visit. Like, and there to is get a such metal a thing. Hip. 
Get in there. <laughs> and there is such Try a thing it out. as non-standard sex. What's going to happen? You say no, the, like before it, in the middle of it, whenever. Yeah. And then you stop and you go, well, that wasn't for me. Yeah. And it comes back to or consent. even better, you go, fuck yeah, that was for yeah. me. Holy shit. Where oh. has that been all my life? <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's either for you or not me. Just explore. Just explore. Just breathe. See the world. See the world from a different. There you go. What do you got a bit indigestion, bro? I'm getting old. <laughs> We're both getting old. No, I'm just uh, fucking. For those listening in, um, Dee's just gone to micturate, which is a medical term for uh, urinate. But what that means is you get to listen to the sultry well. tunes of Church Dog and JB and JB <laughs> homoerotic hobos. I must admit, <laughs> I love you, JB. I love you. I really, really love you. No, so do I. <laughs> no, but I love you more. No, but I love you more. No, but I love you more. Hey, you've ever had gay chicken? Because you're about to lose. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played Soggy Sayo? <laughs> damn. God damn it. Do you like what I've done with the room, bro? I, I do. I do. I, think I really tried, man. I tried this time and uh, that, that camera. Hello. Um, yeah, with the black and everything. I don't know. It's the best no, way we've got. No, but no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, we got the lights going on in here with this thing. And, you know, we get a bit of lighting going on. No, from the one camera angle, mate, it, it actually it's doing really well. Yeah. A few adjustments. And, it's and you'll be able to marry all this, this audio yeah. and everything. Audio is good, man. Yeah, I can yeah. adjust where we need you to. You know. But personally, I think there's a lot of a lot of it that will just, all of it's staying. Everything's staying. Everything's staying. Did you stop that camera? Nope. Oh, good. I because I was going to say, if you did, that's going to be a pain in the ass to marry up the audio. Because you didn't stop that, I but if you did stop that, either of it, that would be bad. No, I didn't stop it because no. I think that uh, I think even even when this ends, Wee. even if we stop that and then the the last of whatever we talk about, just that's that's the exclusive to everything else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I've got a game plan. You've got a plan. I've got a JB's got a plan. JB's got it's a plan. good plan. But Can imagine that. Imagine not what? telling someone your, <laughs> like, not being clear about your full sexuality or experiencing it to the fullest. Living your whole life as basically a shell mm. and then getting to the end of your life and carking it and being like, well, fuck, nothing. Mm. No. Floating. 100%. Yeah. I'm going to get off the phone and, oh, get off the phone. <laughs> I'm going to get off this podcast and get on the phone and start ringing some people. Mm. I like anal. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time. Remember that time. I wanted to do hey, it. Jersey, I, I know Caroline's going to kill me for this, but um, it, it's it's <laughs> really interesting what you've just brought up because only mm. recently I brought to something to a light for her, and as my partner, I I said that there were certain things that I was like, hey, you know, this is something that I'm. I'm interested in, and I was nervous about I bringing bring those Churchy. things up. Oh, yeah. I know, I was. I was really nervous That's about bringing those things up to her. 
And uh, well, I'm comfortable now. I'll, I'll tell anyone. I don't care. And Churchy, Churchy, one hundred percent, one hundred percent know about this, but it's not his. Yeah. Whatever. But I was just like, hey, you know, like I actually like, you know, these certain ways and this thing, and and to my surprise, I was, I was, I was a little bit nervous. I was scared because of course you I, were. Yeah. You know, I was. Be, I, I've I been with understand. her for five years, and. Part of me was still... Fuck, what if she leaves me over this, you I, know? Exactly. There, yeah. there, were, there was those nervous thoughts, but then... You must really like her if that's something that you want to say to her. Well, I do, obviously. But if that communication comes out. And and out of the blue, I sat there and I said to her, I said, hey, look, these are the things that I'm thinking. I was scared shitless. I thought, oh, my God, this could end really badly. But... <laughs> I don't know if surprise. I'm shitting, going to shit, or it's just a fart. <laughs> Like the whole time, you're oh just like God. puckering oh your God. ass. <laughs> anyway, yeah. F- fortunately for me, it, uh, it, it just ended up being a fart. No. <laughs> uh, come on. I love her so much already. <laughs> uh, she's taking the piss out of it. I got it. Uh, um, no, no, no. Caroline re- totally respected everything, and she was like, Good. "Hey, you know these these are some areas that I like," and I was like. Oh, wow. Even better. It, it was. Even and, and better. Do you know what? It, it, I feel like it opened up the next 10, 20 years of our life. Because it's reciprocation. You've just literally... This is what I don't understand. Why it's such a big thing. And it, I get it. It is a big thing at the moment because of the stigmas, dogmas, whatever it else that's around it, right? The shit bubble. <laughs> but once you remove the shit bubble by... Bleh, word vomiting <laughs> at your <No>. significant <laughs> other or other person in general, right? Friends, whatever, work colleagues, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Whoever it is. Not right? not your work colleagues. Don't <laughs> talk to, <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to your work colleagues about Just it. Just keep working. Bad idea. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Okay. Hey, Jenny. Don't do it. I like to be fingered in the bum. <laughs> do you think I should tell my husband? <laughs> I didn't. Sure, look, Jenny. Word vomit. Came uh, out a little bit. How many fingers? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Just spit or lube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 no, hey, that's yeah, awesome. We that need to program some like crickets into that fucking thing. Yes. Hey, where's that one? I want to hear that. Didn't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's in there. But, but anyway, seriously though, it's turn that shit off. Yeah. Okay, okay. Obviously, going in with not taking too much of a joke. <laughs> um, we're gonna we're gonna crack on, right? Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I, I could, I couldn't help myself. We, we've got to the point now. There's like, all right, we're gonna have a bit of fun. But we're getting comfortable. Look, we're three people have just worked out how to podcast. And <laughs> just sending it. <laughs> people just gonna be watching out. <laughs> really? Oh, I paid twelve dollars a month for this shit. God damn. It. Damn. Guess what? I don't care. Yeah. Because I love you, and I love you. People, it's raw these days. People want some real shit. And back to that, though, I really want to say, like, there there is nothing better than in that situation having someone reciprocate that and actually tell you a bit about what they want as well. Like, that's the best outcome. 
Yeah. You had literally the 100% outcome. What you did, like 70% would have been like, yeah, I can deal with that, but like I'm not really interested. But you had literally, what happened was you, you came out on a limb, you basically dragged your chopped off arm into that room and pr- threw it at her and presented it and you were like, is it good? And she <laughs> went, yeah, that's okay. And then she went, you need to eat too. <laughs> and just like <laughs> threw a fucking arm back. So literally, like, it, it was good. It was reciprocated. That was a full caveman analogy just there. Yeah, I love caveman Fuck, analogies. Fuck, you did so well. That was yeah. awesome. That, that analogy yeah. was on point. That was, was good. I was going to go but with... But, yeah. No, it was you know. Well, we've got to keep it good. Like, you guys I was going to say, that. does this fall into the purview of a man being a man and doing man things? Except, as I was thinking, I'm like, well, it doesn't really because that goes mm. towards feelings. Yeah. We don't talk about feelings. Mm. We, d- we go through actions and then hope that it gets a response. We're yeah. like... I like this, so I'm just going to do that yeah. and see what happens. <laughs> Where the fuck did you yeah. learn that new move from? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to go... Hey, 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 hey. I'm, I'm, I'm. Um, for those playing... Who's he was rubbing lead, I'm his nipples. rubbing my nipples right now. Pinching them. And instead of just going, you know what, while we're having sex, um, I'd like you to, you know, it's okay if you play with my Can nipples or squeeze them? them or rub them. Do you like that? But instead, I'm Is just going to go... Is that something for you too? Say this. Like that. Yeah, Place that. his hand on chest and... And then she's going to be, wow, you like touching your own nipples while we're having sex? No. No, that's I'm not. I'm going to get in on that. I'm going to twist this motherfucker's mm. nipples. Because well, you, you, she has some little bit of thoughts in her head at that point. Maybe. <laughs> and she's probably like... my experience. This motherfucker... Oh, I'm going to do that. Because <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it. No, but that's good. Good on you. Fuck yeah. Kudos. Ah, some. It was just something that we we decided that was you know been together for a while, and we thought, hey, you know, let's 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 open up the uh, communication doors and see where we go from there. And Mm. you know, it led into everything that you've been speaking about tonight, and it just open the communication doors. Mm. That's just open that, isn't it? It really, really is. Well, that's the basis of it. Jesus. Mm. That was my hand. Everybody relax. Um, so what uh, What goes it now? What are you doing now? I mean, At if you you started, you, so you're out of the escort stuff just for the time being? Yeah, I want to stay out of it for a little bit and just see how I go. Like I said, it's, it's been a big change in the industry and there's a With lot COVID of things happening. Particularly? In COVID particularly, yes, but there's also other things going on in the background as well that were coming up. Just before COVID. Okay. Like. Just in this town or in just in, no, gen- in general? in general. In general. The industry in general. There's a lot of change coming. I think our old generation is slowly. Good change? Sometimes. Not there sure are either. a lot of good aspects to it. Like the online industry is really coming into its own, which is great. But in having that platform reaching out to so many people, I think what's going to happen is there's going to be a lot of women, young women, young impressionable women who don't have the chance to have that, you know, older house mum or, yep. you know, that person who's going to... 
take them under their wing and be like, yo, you don't do this, you can do this, and this is a really good technique for this and that, that. Like, you don't have that anymore. No. It's like I was letting like a the bunch of young dudes out in the in the, in the the hunting fields. Yeah. And they're out there just like, I'll throw a spear, I'll <laughs> get animal. Yeah. No. And the old dude's mm. not there to teach them. No, you need to... Wait, stalk, you need to this do these w- this things. This is what needs to go down. These are the respects, teach you about the rules. Yeah. The, yeah. Yep. No, 100%. It's very similar. And um, I think my sort of generation of strippers, if you can even call it that, was like the last sort of generation that had that system in place because it was a very um, analog system. Okay. Now because it's online and everything, there's a lot of um, variations. And because it's so readily available, a lot of women are just joining in on this, even though they are very young. They haven't really had that much experience yet. And although you like to think that you're a lot older than you are when you're 18, uh-huh. it's just not the case. Nope. As I've discovered very quickly, very quickly at that age, especially in that industry, which is a good thing. But when you are man, 17 or 18, mm. listen, I joined the army when I was 17 years old. and. There will be people out there listening to me, maybe from my past, that will just go, that cunt, he was a fucking idiot. Because... Right, troll it. I was so just young, so stupid, so made such dumbass mistakes. But what I realised now was that... Well, two things what I realised. Number one, what I realised is it's okay. I Mm. wasn't the only... Dude that has ever done that. I'm not the first, I won't be the last. Yeah. I was just another dickhead that was trying to make it as a 17-year-old in a man's yeah. world, all right? Definitely. Number two, there were a, a bunch of dudes, a bunch of dudes that didn't care that I was a fucking gobby little 17-year-old that just w- could not be told anything. Mm. They just stuck with it and they imparted knowledge mm. and they imparted wisdom. They helped you. And they just helped me in their way to try and mould me into a half decent. Well, they gave first of all, a half decent soldier, but got. then a half decent man. Yeah, they were the men that I needed in my life that I didn't have when I was a kid. Exactly, which was why I was a fuck up in the first place. Mm. And I'm I'm forever grateful, mm. you know. And a lot of them I don't even remember their names anymore. It was so long ago. Mm. Hell, they might even remember and me. I was just another snot-nosed fucking <laughs> kid. But yeah, and and to those to those blokes that did beat the Christ out of me, thank you. Yeah, a hundred percent. Thank you. Because I deserved it. <laughs> I never got a beating, and this is what I will say. I mean, maybe one time I had five blokes kick the fuck out of me. I, I deserved it, but maybe not five blokes on one. Like maybe yeah, they no. could have got the job done. No. But I'm not I'm not scared of those I'm not uh I'm not ashamed or scared of those beatings because in a man's world, yeah, I needed that shit. I really did. It's, it's I needed to understand that the world is a sense. tough place. Yeah. And that if I was mm. not going to listen to all of the other things that were coming my way, Churchy, yeah. stop gobbing off, Churchy. You need to watch your place. Don't say that shit. Don't whatever. Yeah, you can't and you keep pushing that. and pushing. It's and eventually, acceptable. the only thing that's left is violence. Yeah. In a man's world anyway. And I'll tell you what. Yeah. I fucking learned. And I learned in a hurry. 
Mm. Unfortunately, I didn't learn all that, you know, from that one beating. It took a couple of beatings to get it in. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I'm an idiot. But that's it. It's the passing down of knowledge and information. And this is why there's, like, there's actual talents and techniques and, like, design, like, these jobs that have just disappeared. There is no one left to teach them. It wasn't passed down. And this is what's happening. Like, there's a lot of life knowledge and stuff that come from, you know, that was part of the apprenticeship thing, right? That was the usual. Yeah. Not this fast food fucking crap and all the rest of it. It was, you went to a mechanic shop, you went to a fucking seamstress shop, or whatever you did. Yeah. A butcher. And you had the under the wing mentality. Yep. I will take you under my wing and I will teach you the best way that I know how. And that's how it evolves as well because you grow up and you go, well, this is the best way I know how. I've evolved from that even. And I've made it faster. I've made it better. And, like, we don't have that specifically. What we do have is an overload of information coming through about everything all at once, Mm. which is tailored to you thanks to AI. Right, but that's that's good in the of its own. But what it doesn't do is the basic things that humans need and depend on, which is, hey, don't say that shit or do that shit. It's fucking rude and it's unacceptable. Mm. Or the other things that vary from there. Yeah. You know? So we're missing a lot of that. Everything's gone to shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, used it really fucking has, especially with COVID. As far like, fuck. Do you uh, do you remember when they shut down NT right for that period of time, yes. and then they opened back up, and there was like this, like veil had been lifted, and people ju- were just talking to each other. They were like walking up to each other on the street, and they were like, "Hey, how are you today, stranger?" Uh. And like, they were really friendly uh. all of a sudden. Well. You could say that, um, and th- was there was probably really? like, oh, what what my experience was. <laughs> yeah, what was that, that? I went to the uh, tavern up the road here. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was on the Saturday night, so we were all like, oh, shit, the pubs are open again. Yeah. Let's go to the pub. So no, that's the, the thing. first thing you do. <laughs> now, I'm 38, nearly 38 years old. And this happened, you know, not quite a year ago. And I was, I'm was i ex-military. I've, I've seen some fights. Yeah. I've seen a fray. Mm. And when I say a fray is a word, as in like a fucking big fight. Mm. I've never seen my life this before. Ooh. So. That bad. First night that everything's open. It might have mm. been the second night. I think Friday they lifted it. Anyway, this was a Saturday night, pretty sure. Yeah. Riding the bull, they had a mechanical bull there, mechanical bull, and you know competition. So the shields getting on there and then oh. taking tops or whatever. But there was just these niggles. Place was packed. Niggle, niggle, niggle. Just like little fights brewing, whatever else. Two o'clock, joints shuts. Everybody's out the front. I roll out the front. I'm like, and it's just anarchy. There's just fucking cunts blowing everywhere. Really? Right now. Oh. I'm going to take this story to my grave because this is, you know, as in I'm going to tell this story until I'm dead. <laughs> and this is a legitimate fucking story, okay? This is yeah. totally legitimate. 
I'm too old for this shit. So I walk out the front, the side of the tavern, and um, you know the 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 smoking areas behind me, which has got you know, you can't walk through it, but it's slatted, so that you can see through it and you can talk to people. Anyway. Yeah. They shut the inside of the pub, but the, the, there was this bird that I was talking to and she was still inside the pub because she knew somebody there, right? So I'm talking to her. And then she's just like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I'm in here. And I'm like, yeah, it's kicking off out here, eh? And there's fucking blue there and there's a blue there. This is all in the car park, right? This big car park, part of it's bitumen, part of it's dirt. There's just shit going everywhere. And I'm like, fuck me. It's fucking kicking off. Anyway. So I'm standing with my back to the thing, just doing these ones. Thank Christ I'm pretty big and tattooed because nobody fucks me. <laughs> like, because little do they People know. People look at you and I, go, yeah, they, no, no Yeah, thanks. I'd probably have to try to fight and that'd just be uncomfortable for everybody. So I'm standing there, right, no worries. And then there's three dudes over here, three dudes, in this little pile. And then there's a pile there and there's a pile there. These three dudes are like, yeah, no, and they're hugging. They're like, yeah, no, fucking yeah, we fucked them up, oh, yeah, fucking whatever. I'm like, all right, no worries. Look over here, there's a fight over there. And they're kicking on. There's one over here, kicking on over there. Some dude runs across, rah, crash tackles this fucking dude over here. Just smashes his <laughs> cut Oh, my God, isn't that the and, um, way? So, yeah. three dudes here, hugging, whatever. I reckon it's about 12 seconds. Watch yeah. that fight. Was it? See that dude running across? He's fighting yeah. over there. I'm like, holy fuck, it's all here. I look back over here. The three dudes that were hugging are now blueing. The same three dudes. Oh, my God. In 12 seconds, they've gone from hugging and going, yeah, no, nah, we're fucking people up, and then probably yeah. realise they're on different teams or however the fuck it works in a fray, and they just started beating the fuck out of each other. Wow. I was bawling with laughter. Yeah. I'm so, I was fucking bawling with laughter. I'm just like, what the? <laughs> this fuck? is the funniest shit. Yeah. And this, this bird's behind me. She's like, oh my god, is everybody okay? I'm like, fucking, who cares? <laughs> this is fucking great. Let him kill. They were just hugging. Yeah. Can you, I'm, they were just hugging. I swear to God, nobody fucking believes me. I'm like, seriously. They're loving it was on each other and seconds. it was sweet. What and can happen in twelve seconds? I just went, oh, I was just gonna fuck you up. He so. said something, for sure. Who the fuck? Yeah. What did you say? Like and then that, that was misinterpreted. Yeah. And it's just dude, like primal dude. Okay. But after COVID, everybody's mm. just like, oh, we've been let out. And you're like Run animals. Wild. You're like yeah. fucking animals. I mean, granted, I was probably the oldest dude there. And I'm not even 40. You know, Ooh. these kids are just running around. I'm like, God damn, you're stupid. And just for a moment, I had to realise. I was there. That's age. you. <laughs> That's you, Churchy. Isn't that a moment? Hey. Right? Yeah. 20 years ago, motherfucker. Yeah. That's you. Yeah. Being a dickhead. You're the one running. I'm the one. 10 years ago. Oh, look at you get tackled. I'm the one. Strippers! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Can we touch them? Pussy! 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 Do you reckon she can wink her ass? I don't know, but she can shoot a fucking ping, ping pong. pong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do, 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 All right, do, what are we, do, we're going to wrap this bitch up or yeah. what? Let's you reckon? Yeah. Uh, well, we're closing good. in on about <laughs> just under four hours yeah. now. So it's yeah. getting to be banter now. It's like Probably getting a bit hectic. <laughs> we're I getting a little know. bit distracted and we're like, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> look at the fairies. Um, yeah, we made it through the bottle. I only we had a did, little yeah, bit. But you guys 
polish. You and I would not have made it through the bottle, but JB helped us with about. Yeah, you did well. He's a love it. I noticed your top ups, and you're really like. (sighs) He's not scared. (sighs) Well, uh, D, I absolutely hundred percent had a. Fucking ball. Thanks for um, having me. We just we just touched the surface there. There's yeah, a lot of shit. There's and, so um, much. I love talking about this shit. Yeah, you? like all of it. Well, look, um, the it's beauty so of this is that you could, there's nothing you can cover in three hours. It's just going to cover it, and um, mm. we can do this again anytime, any place. Um, there's a lot of word shit. fucking. There is a lot of shit we can <laughs> do, but uh, that's what good conversations are. Yeah, and um. I just think it's, uh, you know, really important that we're able to bring, you know, experiences like yours out to the forefront that are otherwise, you know, in most in most areas of society considered taboo. Yeah, and, that and the conversation so, gets started. And it's like you said, when, you know, when you're talking to your mum, just ask the questions. Yeah. All right? Ask the question. If you've oh, got yeah. a question, just ask it and we'll give you an honest answer yep. and we can get through this shit. And this is what this... We can do that right here. I have a thousand questions. I mean, I'm, I don't because you know I'm, you know, I really enjoy everything, and I'm I'm pretty cool with everything mm. um, for the most part. Really but chill. Yeah, but but Open I do want to know, and I do want to understand. So, and I'm okay to ask questions. You know, I, yeah. I like to ask questions. You know, so you know, we asked some questions today, but there's more. Yeah. And at the very least, everybody, thanks for listening. At the very least. We've found out why a cock is shaped like a cock. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> Thank you. On that note. It's artistic. I'm scooper. But thanks, D. That's all right. Appreciate thanks. it. Thanks, JV. Cheers. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you on the next podcast. Love you. Bye.